0: And hello, everyone. Welcome back to Top of the Card, the five-person wrestling podcast that isn't five right now for multiple reasons. And Also, we skipped a week, and uh, I mean, we're not timely, but we are opinionated. There's all those catchphrases we throw in there. It's all fun stuff. It is Top of the Card wherever you find your podcasts, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple, Google Play, all that fun stuff. Uh, it's also a Top of the Card pod on Twitter. And let, let's just go through the people that are here, because this, this is a fun thing. So, I'm your co-host, Scott. Joining me, as always, is Red. Red, how you doing?
1: I'm good, I'm good. I, uh, I got a nap in today so I can stay up with the big boys. Because,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're normally, like, early, early shift, so you're tired around, I don't know, 9 o'clock Eastern, which it's close to, right? On Dynamite Night here, so.
1: Oh, yeah, it's 9 o'clock in about 5 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, for the record, it is April 19th. We are recording this, uh, like I said, a week or so after Mania, so fun stuff there. Uh, but also joining is GMSG. How you doing?
2: Uh, better than I was last week, in some ways worse In others, and uh, I'm better than I was an hour ago. Autoimmune diseases after moving are a
0: bitch. Oh, forgive me, I, not to, like, dox you, but where'd you move to?
2: Because oh, I, I have not
0: asked there. that in this entire time.
2: <laughs> I went from west of Cleveland to south of Cleveland.
0: Is that good?
2: It's for now. Okay. It's an in-between move. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: so
2: we'll see in a few months.
0: And uh, And that's kind of it. Because CT, he's back on his sabbatical hiatus uh, schooling stuff. So he, spring break came and went. So he's done that, even though like NXT spring break is next week. Not for CT, he's busy. And Bear Me cannot make it. He's busy at the moment. So he's not here. But we got, we got a pinch hitter. We got a fill in here. Matt Zion my friend and yours, uh, is joining us. Matt is from Reckless Eating. That is YouTube.com slash Reckless Eating, but also the main one is Twitch.tv slash Reckless Eating. There's a W in front of Reckless on those. Uh, he's at Reckless Eating and at Matt Wee on Twitter as well. And uh, this is live streaming on his Twitch right now. So, Matt, how are you doing? I'd rather be Rab.
3: So, Rob is <laughs> saying this is a terrible person, and I like going to baseball games. There you go. I'm rab now. That, that's that's rab now. Yeah, that's yeah,
0: that really is. He's like posting stuff saying like I think eighteen out of twenty five arenas on his Instagram yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just said some like life shit going on, but who doesn't? The older you get, I always say, when uh, life stuff starts stacking up on you, it just uh, means that you're getting old. So yeah. Uh, but other than that, can't complain too much. I mean, wrestling has at least been interesting lately. And your dog.
0: I have a dog, yes, who's (laughs) making cameo appearances as well. Uh, So I'll be calling out to Miley to come over here and not bark at whatever's outside, be it squirrels across the street or crows on top of the (laughs) light poles. And sometimes I edit this out, sometimes I leave it in, because it's funny. The
3: nice thing, too, though, is that COVID era kind of made it acceptable to have shit on the background because everybody was doing interviews Mm at their homes. Yep. So Yeah, but that dog's going to be a cameo
2: maker this entire time again.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing because it's live, and also you can't the best. really edit out the dog either. No. is <laughs> the first time the dog has actually done this during our podcast. No, it
0: did a little <laughs> bit. It was like the end of the one we would had with CT, where CT was talking and Miley started barking, and he was like, oh, hi, Miley, <laughs> in the middle yeah. of it. <laughs> there she is. it's a good girl. Lie down, and please don't bark your little head off. Okay. Good luck. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. So anyway, we are looking at WrestleMania weekend. We are looking at a lot of news because, Matt, a lot of stuff happened. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the, the, there was WrestleMania. There was Supercard of Honor, Stand and Deliver. We watched a Bloodsport. There was Rebellion this past weekend. WWE got sold. AEW is going to go to Wembley Stadium, and they figured a thing out on Twitch for yeah. WWE. So, you know, some stuff happened. Yeah. Right out of the gate, I know we're going to probably talk about these very, very quickly. Because uh, we, unlike Jobber Radio, got to get that dig in three years on um, We talk about more than just WWE stuff <laughs> uh, We watch Bloodsport, do you ever watch the Bloodsport stuff or any GCW stuff, Matt? Do, no You don't bother with that?
3: Quite literally You have time, right? AEW <laughs> is like my first priority Like I'll watch as much AEW yep. as I can And then WWE gets second priority uh, And other than that, I don't really watch anything I do keep up with Impact Wrestling a little mm-hmm. bit um i like i always i really appreciate that they're that company that just refuses to die like it, <laughs> yeah it blows that um was there a champion's name again alexander. alexander yeah uh that he had to drop the belt that sucks and mickey had to drop the belt that also sucks because yep. it seemed like they were both having good runs but uh yeah i don't No, i just don't really have time i know i've heard blood sport is really fun but that's only coming from moxley uh i heard his podcast with on renee's mm-hmm. podcast uh yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really follow too much outside of that though. Well,
0: I can vouch for it. It is lots of fun. Um we always get really hyped for those. It's some of our favorite stuff. And mm-hmm. Moxley faced Alex Coglin, which was an awesome match because Coglin is like Cesaro level strong. Okay. He's just he's crazy good. Um I don't have much to say about it except for the whole damn thing was fun. I know Red's always excited for it. Did you want to say anything specific about it, Red?
1: I wish there was more than one a year. I know you said it is <laughs> more special than it is one a year, but it, it honestly it's something that I can probably watch at least four times a year and never get bored because it's not really story-based. It's really just two guys that can wrestle and put on a good match.
0: Yeah, it, that's something that we notice, Matt, in how they do it because it's like, who are these two guys? I don't know, but they're going to fight now. Like, yeah. and, that, and that, and that's it. That's the story. And they'll tell you, like, this guy's good at suplexes. He punches hard. And Isn't it uh, Josh it Barnett's? Yes. Button? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It's super fun. Um there wasn't really a bad fight on this one. They, they, they call them fights, match, whatever you want to call it. It's, there's no ropes. They just have the, the turnbuckles, and that's it. So um, yeah. It's super fun. I do recommend it. Uh, not that we're sponsored by anything, but it was on part of Fight Plus, which was like free for the Mania Week, or f- the free trial if you want it. And you just watch all, like, all the GCW stuff. There's a lot of crazy stuff on there you can watch, and that's part of it. And I loved it. Um, GMSD, do you want to say anything about it, or do you even remember it at this point? Is it all a blur?
2: I only saw the John Johnny 80 Names wrestle match.
0: Oh, yeah, Morrison. Was, Johnny Bloodsport is what he was for this one, yeah.
2: Johnny Bloodsport. Night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he was. It's fun. It's just I had Fight Plus, so I just put it on when I had the time to. Mm-hmm. It's entertaining.
0: Well, we'll move quick then because Supercard was another one. That was a Friday night, and I truly regret hanging out watching Supercard with the guys, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but my D&D group went to see the D&D movie that same night and it was like, man, that was criminal, I didn't go get to see it. It's a fun movie, I saw it later. But instead I watched Supercard, which I hated. <laughs> I hated Supercard. Matt, do you watch Ring of Honor at all because AW link now, or do you bother with it? No.
3: Well, what's the point. No. Nobody watches Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, I did! Um, I, you watched, what's his name, Break His Fucking Leg.
0: Oh, was it Dante or Darius?
3: Dante. That's yeah. Dante? Yeah. Jeez, that was, I don't want to see that. I heard it was horrible.
0: It's, honestly, it didn't look all that bad when you watch it, but it clearly was. It was very, very bad. Uh, needless. Uh, needless stuff. Um, yeah. The, the other part of it, though, was literally uh, Mark Briscoe going to get the TV title in memory of his brother with his family there and not winning it. Yep. He failed in that against Samoa Joe. And, like, okay, I get it. And they, they said afterwards, like Tony Khan even said, This is the the beginning of the journey for Mark Briscoe as a singles guy. And this is the start. And okay, I get that's the plan. But that crowd was so deflated, the rest of the show suffered for it. Like, it was so so deflating.
3: It's been this obsession in wrestling with keeping titles on people to break records. And like it feels like a lot of these companies are just doing it for the sake of it. At this point, like, they're just holding on to title reigns uh, to try to maybe get back to an old era. But, like, uh, I heard a good point. They were like, when everybody's doing it, it's not special no. anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that one happened. And I know at the end, uh, Eddie Kingston did not beat Cesaro. So it was like the kind of the happy ending didn't happen there either. It yeah. was just overall a deflating thing. Like, But I get it the bad guys win, like the Ric Flair's win back in the day, and, and like the Triple H wins, like it's it, it's different eras and things happen, and I mean we'll talk about Roman Reigns here in a bit, but like it still was set up, like a man died <laughs> not that that was part of the story but that was where the story went from, and he failed in getting it, and now his singles journey begins with an epic loss of failure
3: well, I would not have pulled that trigger
0: personally, but you know
3: the problem that I run into and I'm gonna sound very uh insensitive here, uh, but Jay was just so much better than Mark. Like Mark is a great wrestler, but he's he's like a goofy character. Like when he cuts promos and stuff, he he needed his brother to kind of rein him in because Jay was the one that cut the serious promo. Like he would he'd oh, be there He
0: cut goofy ones too though, but He did I got he you did, though like, Yeah, I got you. Yeah.
3: he could turn it on and off, Mark really can't. I've never really seen Mark cut a promo that didn't come off goofy. One, because, like, just kind of the way he looks with those teeth that are missing. <laughs> it's just who he is. I've just... I always accepted Jay as a main event guy in Ring of Honor, and I never accepted Mark. Uh, It just... It just Jay just had that. something
0: else than well, Mark did. I mean, did, so. Mark was going yeah. for the TV title. Like, clearly, he wasn't going for the world. Yeah. And I, yeah. I get that. Jay was the main eventer, and Mark wasn't. But, like, not to say Mark couldn't be. And, yeah, should Mark have won... Cause he was going after it in memory of his brother. If the answer is no, I wouldn't have made the match in the first place. Like it's just, not like this... Tony
3: Khan doesn't already hot shot that title all over the place. <laughs> so kind of strange to put your foot down, you know, after no. having. <laughs> a the, warm no, this is this is the ROH
0: one. This is the one that Samoa Joe had. Like the, no, but he, that's, that's what cool.
3: I mean though. Is that Tony Khan as a whole? It doesn't matter what belt it is. He doesn't have a problem. Just, oh yeah, no, the, the TNT like, he's, he's bounced around.
0: But game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Joe's got yeah, all yeah, his belts back. Um, hell, the Pure titles on Katsuyori Shibata, CT's not here to talk about him, but that's the guy who headbutts someone in New Japan so hard that his, he actually like started to die, and they pulled his brain out to oh. save his life and put it back in, and now he's wrestling oh. again. Like, him.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. like... They, that well, guy! He, he's not allowed to wrestle in Japan, right? Like, they haven't cleared him, so he it's, came to the USA? It
0: seems that way. I don't know specifically, yeah. but they're not using him there, and he's wrestling on the... ROH tapings, and he's- I think I
3: heard that, that he's- that he- they wouldn't clear him in Japan, but Tony Khan was like, I'll get my doctor, like, you know, or US doctors will clear you, then we'll-
0: I don't know, but... Um, I know GMSG was super hype on the Briscoes, like, we're- we're big Briscoes fans, we're- we're very much, uh, fans of them here, and the J stuff was- was super sad. But the Mark Mm -hmm. thing, like, that was a bad call, like, pull- pull- pull that trigger, do that audible, give him the belt, like, even if it's not long, that night needed it because, I get you're going long-term storytelling with it, but that crowd was so deflated. Like, I God, what a what a smirk. The good guys don't always need to win. I get it, but that good Uh-oh. guy really should have won that one time. Oh uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, wrestling nerd. <laughs> oh, good guys got always win. No, I mean whatever. It wouldn't have mattered. They could even just have Mark lose the belt like a month later. back Right, to Joe. It really wouldn't matter. Yeah.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah.
3: yeah. But I mean, I have heard rumblings that they're gonna push him towards uh, Claudio. Go for it. So, maybe that's the goal, but it was awfully weird to lose to the mid-card champion and then prepare to go to the, you know, the the main right? guy. Right? How,
0: like, how, how does him losing the mid-card TV belt, not even the pure, but the mid-card one, get you ready for the world?
3: It doesn't make any sense. It, that
0: doesn't, Yeah, that's that, That's the problem there. Tony Khan's um,
3: booking has been all over the place the last, like, year and a half, so well, it it, it's par for the course. I'll
0: tag in GMSG here because he'll go off on this like I have, but The entire first set of tapings, like, four episodes worth of it, they didn't build any actual matches, rightfully so, until, like, the last episode aired where they actually were saying stuff. And it was like Rampage was building these matches. Like, the pay-per-view was built so weird.
2: Yeah, um, I think it was the TV title and the world title. The challenge was laid by the challenger and wasn't accepted for, like, four weeks. Oh, the women's, too. Yeah, and they constantly did, like, title matches. Every title was defended almost every week. with a month build at supercard it was really strange to do that the thing with the mark not winning is his entire family was in the front row lost and then he stood in the ring for a few minutes and we all thought he was like possibly retiring it's like he didn't want to win which is fine and everything then after the show tony says oh this is the star jay or mark briscoe's uh singles career it's like you had him lose to samoa joe who gets gassed getting to the ring (laughs) it's a little crazy it was just a rough night, and then, like, we're like, oh, okay, he lost. And he has to win, right? No. Robot is their uh, pure champion. Happy for Athena, and I guess, like.
0: Lucha, Lucha Brothers. Swar- the Lucha Brothers, Lucha
2: Brothers, yeah. Lucha Source, yeah. something happened tonight, so I got that segment. Oh. The Lucha Brothers are great, but I kind of wanted, like, Top Flight or the Kingdom to have it for ROH, because it feels like Lucha Brothers are more AEW than ROH, and I wish they would kind of separate that. It, it's weird. And then the whole Brian Cage thing, with his contract, and all that fun stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, he re-signed, I saw, I think, yeah. Yeah.
2: Other than Bloodsport, it was a really weird start to, a, like, a bigger pay-per-view <laughs> leading
0: into Mania. That's for sure. What about you, Red? Do you have any thoughts on Supercard? I didn't I say, like, positive, negative, whatever. We we pretty much crapped on it. There was some okay stuff, but I just did. I did not like the show at all. It's my least favorite show and it's not because all oh, the good guys didn't win. It was just like I said enjoy it.
1: I am I'm, I'm more shitting, but it's hard to tell you when Willow and Nightingale probably had the best match of the night in my opinion. A lot of these matches were very lackluster, boring. It really felt that this pay per view was a last like a last thought where we have to do something, we wanna do it, we don't know how to get to it. So we'll just throw it all together at the last second To put on a good show But it wasn't a good show I wasn't happy throughout the whole show It started off really poor but see, And it just stayed mediocre
0: We know factually that's not the case Because they taped stuff like in February All building toward it So we know it wasn't last minute Because they taped stuff like a month and a half in advance for it It felt like it Which is astonishing But we know factually it wasn't Which is dumbfounding to me <laughs> Well,
3: this is what happens when you purchase a company just so WWE
0: won't purchase it. Well, yeah. If WWE purchased it, they'd have that that network footage immediately there for a lot of guys. And yeah. Tony Khan even Mm -hmm. said there's no reason to split. Oh, this is amazing. He said there's no reason to do any kind of split between AEW and ROH. If he bought a third company, then he'd look into maybe splitting his brand's. I'm like, but you have two brands. Split them. And now there's the rumors about, you know, no, an I AW like split, which I don't know yeah. if I believe that, but come on.
3: I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, yeah he does not ever run things,
0: it's true. We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. So that's not a ring endorsement supercard, by any stretch, I know that. Uh, did you watch Stand and Deliver, Matt? Because you went to Mania Night One. Did you watch uh, Stand and Deliver earlier that day? No.
3: I don't, Have you seen? I don't watch NXT at all. Uh, no. Nope. I watched one match because one of my friends is in NXT. It's um. Is that Duke? God, he was going by. was going by. Yeah, it's Duke Hudson. He was Brennan Bink before. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. watch, watch his stuff. Call back and watch because, like, you know, we uh, we did the editing stuff together back in the day. Yeah. Um. But no, I just NXT sucks. I don't care what anybody says. NXT fucking sucks. Uh, the only match that I've seen. Recently, that was really good. Was uh, Diakovitch yep. versus Wesley? Yeah, that match was awesome. His uh, finger got fucked than, up. <laughs> yeah, other than but other than that, NXT just sucks. The magic was completely destroyed by Vince because when it was black and gold, that was the brand. Like that was like you did not miss NXT. And then once Vince got his you know thirty minutes in it, uh that was it. I do like how it looks. Though, I prefer the brightness. I know a lot of people preferred the black and gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I much, much prefer the bright colors and uh, just the way it looks in general. I like the aesthetics better. But uh, everybody who's on that roster, like 90% of them fucking blow because they're all green. So it's not, you're not, you don't have like a good mix of veterans and and new people. It's almost all exclusively new people, which means they're just going to be wrestling a generic WWE style. Uh, and it just, yeah, I just, I, there's no reason to watch NXT. I've yet to have anybody <laughs> tell me why I should watch.
0: Well, we might, because <laughs> I enjoyed Stand and Deliver. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I've liked it more since the 2.0 dropped, to be fair. Like, I didn't like much about the 2.0. CT enjoyed pretty much the whole run through. It's, it's fun. He, he, he likes what he's getting out of it. Um, I enjoyed Stand and Deliver. I liked, I liked the specials. I still call them takeovers, but. They've been good. Uh, Hayes and Breaker was, was super fun. That was awesome. Wes Lee has been awesome. Uh, yeah. The Dijak match was great. The five-way with I Dragon Lee too. in it. i a couple yeah. of those things. Well, Dijak faced, was it Apollo Crews last night on Normal X? Yeah. yeah. So There's been super fun stuff there. I really enjoyed it. The The women's stuff has been a little weird with Roxanne and the injury angle, whatever that wall was. I didn't care for that. But if you don't watch it, you don't know. So we're not going to dwell on that. Uh, too much anyway, but... The Creed Brothers are awesome. They're green, but they're great. They're they're super fun. And I I enjoy it. Like I said, I like the, uh, pretty much everything about Stand and Deliver. I really liked it. I know, to go around the, the table again, GMSG, you were really hyped for this one too, right?
2: Yes. Um, Wesley and uh, the Creed Brothers and Gargano all being Clevelanders. I'm always big fans of them. Local town, I guess. Oh, Gargano
0: <laughs> and Waller, yes. That was awesome. Grayson Waller's amazing. I love him. He's so good. Take-
2: takeovers, even though they kind of during the beginning of the 2.0, kind of faltered. They're kind of getting back to where they used to be, where there's a lot of great matches. The TV's a little harder to keep up with unless there's like a special match, you know, the Creed Brothers and Braun Breaker tag teaming together. That was uh, <laughs> special to me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Wesley had one of the best spots. In, was it Axiom? Where they, they did the flip and then the kick in the face when he was upside down? Uh, Yes. That was one of the best spots of the weekend, hands down. It was like
0: mid moon salt, I think it was, similar to the Adam Cole Ricochet, but it was smoother. It was even better, I thought. Yeah.
2: Uh, the The tag matches were fun. Um, the main event was the like, one of the lower parts of the show, I think. Sadly, because it was
0: just a match. R- in its yeah. own way, right? Yeah.
2: Way celebrating at the ramp was awesome. Indy, Candice, and Gargano. That was just loved it definitely a good start of Mm -hmm. the day for mania weekend which was oh my god we (laughs) had like two hours between shows it was insane for our league
0: yeah the frontline prediction league frontline league on twitter frontline prediction league uh for everybody listening in it's a discord channel and a prediction league where we do picks and you put like how confident you are in a match is your top score, and you work your way down. There's storylines and write-ups we do for that. Matt's in it. He picks the first match and puts a nine on it, and then goes all the way down from there, generally. Yep. Um, That's
3: that way I can get through it real quick.
0: But he's done well for that, and actually gotten a tag title shot from it. Didn't win, but he's done that good randomly.
3: Well, but we know why, because you're holding me down. So
0: I mean, don't yeah. say it out loud. On, we're live um (laughs) but but it's super fun because when Bearman and i do trenches we talk about that on our weekly show to promote that as well we're like i hate facing matt it's terrifying you don't know what's gonna happen so you know stuff like that it happens it's fun um but yeah we did that for stand and deliver same day as the day one of mania so we were rushing to get that stuff out and jimmy she does the stats and stuff and he was running ragged on it but overall the show was awesome um i thought like i said the the, the five-way was great. the Grayson Waller, I think he's future champ. He's main roster ready, 100%, I think. Let me, let me, let me jump in there, though. Go, go, ahead. I
3: have seen this person, yeah. and he's good on the mic, but he is very average in the ring, and I have yet to see a match where he's impressed me at all. So, like, the minimal amount I've seen from him, I just, like, I don't see what you see in him. Like, what what is it about him that you think is future main eventer? Because, like, he just... He just comes off like a guy... You know, he's like a Bray Wyatt, where he's got all of the tools there to be a top guy, and he's great on the mic, but then when it comes to the big match, he just kind of is like generic and whatever.
0: Can I I recommend the five-way from last year's Sand and Deliver? I thought he was great in that. And his casket match against Apollo Crews, like, two, three months ago, is legit one of my favorite casket matches. Yeah. It was good. I, I recommend that. I don't know if you saw that one, but I yeah, would recommend I that. I mean.
3: so.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I mean. There you go. So there you go. Stuff,
3: but i tell you what,
0: Duke Hudson got one of the biggest pops of the night uh, afternoon because yeah. of the stuff with him and the schism and all that. That was great. That yeah, was fun. That. So what's yeah, that like that. watching that, knowing him and like seeing I that go saw down.
3: His, Well, I saw his promo against Braun too, so that was cool. He's going to get squashed by Braun. But- oh, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool. I mean, we're not, like, super close friends by any means, but we're chummy, so, uh, and we used to talk all the time, but, um, yeah, that's cool, because especially, because you know that he almost retired from wrestling completely. He had a bad back, mm-hmm. and I guess he figured it out. I don't know if he had surgery or if he just started doing, like, yoga or whatever, but and then he went to uh, Booker T school, Yep. and he got trained, extra trained at Booker T school, and that's what kind of gave him his in, and then him and a bunch of them got signed, like, See, it's fun to see how uh, that entire group that got signed, because it was a bunch of Australian wrestlers, like Rio was a part of that, mm-hmm. and uh, so was uh, Bronson Reed, so like they all got signed together, and then he, you know, hasn't been used a whole lot. He was used during the COVID era, because he teamed uh, with, um, fuck, I can't remember his name, but they fired him, the The guy that had the uh, the mask in, um, what was that shitty ass group? He's, I can't remember what it was. Remember the group that uh, during 2020 that came in and like caused havoc in WWE, but they were awful. Oh, Retribution. Yeah, Shane. You talking about Shane? Yeah, Shane Thorne. There you go. And so like they were, yeah. So they were together, and they got used to little, and then and then that was it. Yeah,
0: slapjack. As Miley Parks terrible. in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: So it's just fun to see like how he's finally getting an opportunity because he can talk. He is a very very fun character, mm. charisma wise, and he's decent in the ring. I don't think he's like incredible, but I. He he is if they give him a chance. Like I've seen his indie stuff. Uh, but I think they've had him slow it down because he's a big guy. He's like 6'5".
0: Oh yeah, he's monster in those matches. He's yeah. the biggest guy.
3: They want him to play the big the big boy. They don't want him to, you know, do all the high flying shit that he did on the indies, so it's a little slower pace. But yeah, it's I am super happy for him that he's getting an
0: opportunity. Did you wrestle with him way, 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 way back? No. You I've never stuff. even met him. No, oh, okay. We just
3: we just did the uh back in the old days the um on, uh, what was it, Wrestle Fury and, uh, those, like, those, those message boards. We did the WWE slash WWF, uh, music oh, video yeah. contest stuff because he has history and editing.
0: And that's the editing stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Red, what about you with Sand and Deliver stuff? Because you actually watched it. I know that. Yeah, we, uh, it's,
1: it started off great weekend, Bloodsport, Super Card of Honor was such a drop off. And then we had the five way women's match. Started off rough. The women's... I, I'm not a big fan of women doing ladder matches. They don't seem to be able to lift the ladders to a point where it's actually worth being damaging. However, I'd love that Dexter and Loomis came out. That made it pop, and I was like, all right, oh, that was going to awesome. be a was fun, yeah. And it, it was a fun show. It, it wasn't spectacular. I've had better TV special matches that they've had recently that were better. Um, the one like saving grace for the whole show was... Carmelo Hayes coming out with his entrance being Lakers and just fanboying it for them it's like, it really added to his character and I really enjoyed just the entrance. Like you said, the match was just a match, but the entrance like, sold it for me.
0: Oh, and before people jump all over Matt, you said Bronson reads Australian. He's actually New Zealander. I'm sure people are going to get upset at you for that. Not that you care, but... <laughs>
1: Dakota cares. Sorry, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I figured, yeah, yeah. but I knew
0: some would probably in. Yeah,
3: no, it's the exact same place. I don't care. They can't prove it <laughs> otherwise. I'm in America. I'm allowed to be as ignorant as I want to be. All right.
0: I'm the Canadian. I got to step up for that. Okay, so I gotta get it.
3: No, I mean that's already a, a, a negative to you, though. I'm like, oh. I'm surprised we're friends. Like, it was, ugh. It gross. is.
0: It is kind of weird, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know you how.
3: guys know what you did. How dare you be our hat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you put a thing on our hat. Uh, your hat. I don't
3: like. I don't wear hats. I'm a beanie man. <sighs> all
0: right. Well, anyway, you went to WrestleMania, Matt. This is the next part we're going to yep. talk about. So you went to WrestleMania night one only. So yep. before we even dive in, because I saw your post later about like you you can't even imagine going to two. Why did you want to only go to one night, and why night one? And did uh, well, you decide good. night one before you knew what the matches were? Because they didn't announce was like the week. It wasn't
3: my decision. So okay. um, that was a surprise birthday gift from my girlfriend. Oh. So she picked night one because all of our friends were going to night one Okay. more than night two. But then we ended up finding out that that's not the case and most people went to night two. Oh, uh, but we still saw most of our friends, um, but I, I am very, very much in the mindset now after going that. Cause last year night one was the better night that had Kevin Owens and Austin, just a much better card. And this year night one was far superior. Like there was only one match that I was sad I missed. Uh, but, yeah, always go to night one. If you're only going to pick one, night one. Because I feel like they throw all of their exciting stuff on night one. And then they're like, well, you'll go to night two or watch night two anyway. So it's always like they take you for granted a little bit. And also Romans, you know, killed the excitement two years in a row for <laughs> night two. Uh, but it was it was phenomenal. I, I, I love it. it was one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. I thought it was just fantastic. And you can tell... Which show was Triple H and which show was Vince McMahon? <laughs>
0: 100%. Now, you... I saw pics uh, from Chuck, I think, because you were, like, kind of to the... If you're facing the ramp, you were a bit to the left of it,
3: right? Well, that was Chuck. Chuck and Chris were in different s- oh, seats. Oh,
0: okay. I, I didn't know where yeah. you were. Yeah,
3: we, we were on the opposite side of them, so whatever you saw from their picture, we were literally on the opposite end. Oh, okay. End.
0: That ramp was massive. Um, so you were on the side where, like, Snoop drove out then. Like, he was on that side, I think.
3: Uh, no, but a little further over, we were like, uh, we were more like behind, uh, like to the, if you, if you look at the announcer's table facing the ring, we were to the right of the announcer's table. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, that was actually a funny story too, because Chuck and Chris came because my girlfriend bought those tickets off of Ticketmaster, and then she canceled them a couple days later because she wanted to get better seats. And so she canceled them, they sent her the new seats, but they didn't get rid of the other tickets. Like, they just were on her account. And so she was waiting for months, and she's like, they're still I Like, I have the tickets. So she just gave them. We just gave them to Chuck and Chris. So she didn't even pay for them. So that was cool.
0: So we'll lead with you on this one, then. Um, You said it was one of the best shows. I mean, there's not much more to follow up from there, but you got to see The Usos, Sammy and Kevin. You got to see, uh, what was it, Miz and Pat McAfee, I think was night one.
3: That was the only bad part of the night.
0: <laughs> you got to see what was it? I'm trying to remember what, what was on what night now. Well, you tell me. Like, what what was it like seeing that? Well, here, let's. Uh, the, let's the, the, the the card. the four team match was awesome. Like the the random men's filler tag match was great. Even uh, was Rhea and really Charlotte hard, was night one, which was great. I'm not
3: gonna remember unless okay. No, me and So yeah. All right, so yeah. Um, I you know what I thought. Cena in theory was fine. Um, I like a lot of people didn't like it, but I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, and it was weird seeing Cena lose to one finisher, but clearly they're pushing Austin Theory. And I don't think Cena's gonna be doing too much wrestling. I think this is you know we're getting towards the tail end of his career. Uh, but you seeing him come out with those Make a Wish kids was oh. so like heartwarming that you know what what can you do? Although I still think that he should have attitude adjusted one of the ones onto the wheelchair kid. I think that that would have been what? What ultimate heat? Um, Christ. But uh, yeah, I I like most of the matches were pretty good. Uh, I really thought Ray and Dominic oh. was super good. Dom's I mean, like, that,
0: entrance, my God! Yeah,
3: Dom's entrance. Uh, it had the opposite <laughs> finish that I thought they were gonna do. I thought for sure Dominic was gonna win, but sure. halfway through, I looked at Michelle and I was like. Oh, the way they're wrestling, I'm like, Ray is totally gonna win this. I was like I was like, fuck, that's the only one that I didn't quite uh get correct. Uh but it was good. Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, I went to the bathroom. Uh it was fun. The Yeah, uh well. I mean, you went to the like bathroom. Did
0: you enjoy the bathroom? Was it fun?
3: No, I mean I came back right as KSI came out.
0: Oh, so the uh, good
3: part. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, couldn't I just even don't say like straight, yeah. Logan Paul's a great wrestler, but I just don't like him personally, so Fair. Like, I can't really get into his... I can see we uh, all agree
0: with you there <laughs> pretty yeah, categorically, yeah.
3: He's a, he's a disgusting human being, but uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley was way better than it had any right to be, oh. uh, much better than their COVID-era match, which, it was the COVID-era, so what are you going to do about mm. it? The multi-man match was super fun, uh, it was cool to see Lita and Trish, even though, like, who cares at this point? um but uh yeah really the the main event though was just man that was my match cuz like my boys are Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn they have been forever
0: PWG I was that's right that's right
3: yeah i was so excited that they made them the main event too and yes. I, at first i got worried because we showed up to the building and if you looked at the merch stand it was all John Cena Austin Theory Bloodline and Roman Reigns merch and like one Sami Zayn shirt like mm. no Kevin Owens shirts and no like tag uh shirt. And I'm just like, what the fuck? We visited uh three of their merch stands and every one of them only had one Sami Zayn shirt that just said Sami Zayn on it and that's it. I'm like, wow, they're really not leaning into this. And some people said, well maybe they sold out and like we got there right as they opened the door. So that's definitely wasn't the case. But but despite that, they did the right thing. You know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn deserved to be in the main event at night one. They've been carrying the company specifically Sammy so, yeah, I, I couldn't have been more happy. I thought everything was, was really great.
0: Did you watch The Chamber in Montreal with Sammy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you someone who thought he should have won there? Or were you like me where it's oh, like, no, no. he
3: should have won. But no, I also but yeah. think, but you I get also it think Drew, Drew yeah. should have also won back
0: at fair. Crash of the Castle. Fair, 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 fair,
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Roman, you know, Roman reigning. Uh, I don't mm. mind this long title reign. Like, it doesn't make me upset. Like some people are like, oh, I'm not gonna watch anymore. Yeah, because I get Reb what they're doing. Specifically he's, he's gonna, said that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's gonna lose it at WrestleMania 40. Sorry, guys, he's not losing it at SummerSlam. He's not losing it at any show except for WrestleMania 40. So he Ooh. will have the title for another year, uh, guaranteed, oh, a guaranteed. Oh, thousand no days way. is
0: around that night of champions in Saudi. So like they're gonna yeah. celebrate that even there.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they didn't they didn't have him defend for three WrestleManias to drop it at a another show other than WrestleMania. He he will be. WrestleMania 40 will be the end for him. And I mean, that does make sense because, like, what a, you know, awesome run. But, you know, Drew... Oh, man, poor Drew. Because Drew was just getting momentum back and people were into it and they killed it. Thankfully, Sammy didn't fall victim to that because, you know, he still got to get the tag title win with Kevin. Um, Poor Cody. I mean, like, I'm not even a big Cody Rhodes fan. Uh, I do think the plan is to drop the belt to Cody at WrestleMania 40. I think that's what they think is going to happen, mm-hmm. but you know, that's a year away, and t- Cody could lose his momentum. I think that that is the goal, though, is that they will give Cody things to do and build him back up, and he'll be the one to take Roman down at 40, but oof, I don't know. Cody is not The Rock or John Cena, you know, like announcing or, or having a plan for a match a year in advance, I mean, when you're Cody Rhodes, that's that's risky. I don't, I don't know if that's going to end up being what plays out, but I think that's the goal.
0: Yeah. Well, we can jump into Night 2 uh, in a bit here. We'll we'll do the roundtable. We'll go to, to Red first here. What was your thoughts on Night 1 stuff, Red?
1: 100% agree it was the better show. Um, I mean, it ended Night 2 pretty great for me. But, uh, no, Night 1, all in all, was a great show from start to finish. I honestly thought Cena's match was probably the worst match of the night. I uh, Cena cannot go anymore. And I, I get he's this great person. But he doesn't need to keep having matches. He's, I, I don't want to say he's out of shape, but he's slowed down so much. It's not the John Cena we know, so it's pointless to watch him. I have
0: but, no uh, problem with him putting people over if he's going to come back. Like He shouldn't be winning if he's back, so I agree with well, you.
3: I, Can I put in a point, though? I think I think he was a little disgruntled, personally. I think you could see it. Because like, when he was out there, he was doing what he had to do. But even building up to this match in some interviews, uh, you know, he was like, oh, I, I didn't make the match. They basically just told me what to do, and oh, I'm not a, a guy to complain, so I'll just do it. But even that promo versus Austin Theory before Mania, and just the, if you go back and watch it, I really don't think he wanted that match. I don't think he wanted any part of it. I think he probably wanted something different, uh, and I think he just did it. Because it did, it did feel like he was not the Cena of old. It kind of felt like he was just going through the motions, and I don't think that that had anything to do with him not being able to do it, because I still think he can. Uh, I just, I have the, I have the theory, the yeah. Austin theory, yeah. that he wasn't happy being in a U.S. title match, and he probably thought he deserved something better. And probably the fact that they were like, you're going to lose in one with one finisher, <laughs> that probably was not what he, you know, what he was going for, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: I agree with you on the single finisher. I really think Austin Theory should have FU'd John Cena. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Hit his finisher, pick him up and FU'd him. Because they're both started the same way. You can, I call Mm it F5, FU, same thing. But you can do that and then pick him back up to do the A Town dance stomp or whatever. It it mirrors it. So uh, the Fatal Four Way was a great match. Seth Rollins does what Seth Rollins does. Logan Paul does what Logan Paul does. They're both good in-ring competitors, but I agree with Matt. I'm not a fan of Logan Paul. Uh, Three-on-three women's match was, I'm tired of seeing, I've said this multiple times, uh, older wrestlers come back just for spots for matches. Like, you have a whole roster, and you have this many people that are complete part-timers. Not like Edge, who's there four times a year, five times a year, but Trish and Lita, Cena, you haven't seen in years. Like, Like, we just had Lita last year for the first time, Trish, I don't know when the last time her match was, but we don't really need to see them coming back to tape spots. Ray and Dom, I agree, entrances were the best part of that. Um, I think it was a little overbooked. I think there was a little too much going on with the the extra people coming out and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, match of the night, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Usos. It it was the better option, in my opinion. I also like the fact that it went from being the first ever tag match to uh, uh, main event for the titles. I know they had the, what was it, Hogan Mania and won. Mr. T? Yeah. Yeah, but this is the first time it was for the titles, so I think that was really good because I, I know it's women's, and everyone said, oh, the women should have a main event because Rumble and the men should have a main event and women equal power, but just because you are a woman doesn't mean you get automatically. I, I really think their story... Their feud, all leading into this, was a lot less than what Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn was building up to. It was the bigger match story-wise. It was a better match, in my opinion.
3: They also were they lucked out because if they had gone on after the tag, nobody would have cared. Crowd would have been completely disinterested. They would have been burnt out. Yeah, yeah, burnt out, and also just nobody cared about this match because like it did didn't get much of a reaction at the beginning, but it was such a good match Mm -hmm. that by the end they they you know hooked everybody. Uh, arguably it was a better match than the tag match. It's just yes. the tag match had the the um, emotion and the story build. So there was more there. But, like, if they had gone on after, it would have been a huge mistake.
1: And and here's the other thing is you kind of want to end your night with, like, the faces, the big cheering to end it off. Rhea's the heel. that felt, well, I, I honestly know most of the people in the WWE universe do want to see Rhea win the championship. But... As a heel, you kind of—that's not what you want to really end your show on. You want to end it with the face winning.
0: Matt can say it clearly. They cheered for Rhea, right?
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. mean she's—they she's could have gotten
0: away with Rhea, not—not to dispute it, Red, but that crowd popped like mad for Rhea. Oh that's yeah. the that's one, one case it would have worked. The night was her winning. If it was um, theory, absolutely not. I get you. I get you.
3: Yeah, the, but uh, yeah. I compare them like in my opinion. I think Judgment Day is like the modern day Degeneration X right now because like they are heels but they're basically getting cheered mm. all the time now uh like even like Dom like cuz the gimmick is so fun it it's so work. stupid
0: he did it's hard so... time for like one he night he did hard time was... he, he
3: knows what it's like on the inside like it's <laughs> dude it's great like they i really do think that judgment day eventually is going to be they're just going to have to turn him cuz that's what happened with DX yeah. DX they brought him in you know with the Outlaws and X-Pac as this like major heel team and within, you know, two months, they went, okay, well, everybody loves these people. They're going to have to turn them, which how that uh, thing with Rhea and um, Solo oh. was funny, because, like, where are they going with that? That <laughs> was weird.
0: No, yeah. I oh, I, love them. I keep forgetting Red, because you didn't listen with, like, the sound, right? Because you, when you're watching it, you're just in the voice chat. You're not hearing the actual crowd reacting, are you?
1: Not the crowd or the match. I did watch the entrances. Okay. Because that's honestly, for WrestleMania, that's normally my biggest, like, the whole thing I look forward to is someone having the bigger entrance, all that. Like, yeah. when we first turned on uh, WrestleMania, there was no pre-show. So when Austin Theory came out, and the first thing you see is him on top of that stage, and you see this massive crowd behind him, that was a fucking beauty
0: shot. That was cool, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It looked great. This is probably going to be something taken away from Matt. He's probably seen worse glory shots than what we saw from Austin Theory watching his porn. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen his asshole. It's a nice asshole.
3: I
0: mean, I'm, hey,
3: listen, it's good. It's better than mine. Mine is like a jungle, and his is like perfect. So Austin
1: Theory, you have a better butthole than me.
0: And That, but, uh, that might be our episode title right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the entrance is what I pop for. I really enjoy seeing them. And... It, it, I, I honestly, it's hard to hear some of the crowd noises and then hear voice chat, and I prefer to listen to voice chat because I know these people in here and I, I enjoy their reactions I, more or less than the actual crowd.
0: I, I put the volume down so I can hear it because I can't imagine watching Sammy's hand and Kevin Owens versus the Usos and not hearing that crowd go nuclear when Sammy backs oh, into the corner again. Like you got to be able to hear it. I can't. I don't know how you do it, but that's 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 what I mean. Like you saw, you don't want real on top. They were cheering like mad for her, mm-hmm. so that would have been different. So like
3: she was, she was yeah. over. Like she was the second most over person behind Sammy and Kevin. She crunched That's Charlotte's good. nose with that
0: suplex. Good. Oh so my god. <laughs> good. <laughs> so James G, over to you for uh, for night one. What were your thoughts?
2: Well, the funny thing is, I think it was like a month or two ahead. I'm like, oh, they have to give the tag titles to the main event. They're the second biggest story behind Roman and Cody. Like mm-hmm. it's not all the bloodline in the last two years, and it's one of the most watched things the last two years. Uh, the entire sh- first uh, that night was, re- like, there wasn't a bad moment where he's like, oh, well, that doesn't work. It was it worked throughout the entire show and the pacing. Uh, Triple H, it's funny because he was always having the crazy entrances. He's making sure his talent get a lot of amazing entrances. Mm-hmm. Both nights, there were a lot. Uh, night one was definitely better. I was more hyped for night two, but I think because night one was so great followed by NXT as well, it made it too hard for Night Two to even try to compare with eight hours of their company doing great all night.
0: So yeah. you so like you, you mentioned like I mean Logan Paul's entrance wasn't great, I'll say that. But Seth Rollins with his ridiculous outfit. What even what even was that? Like that was awesome. The the Becky, Trish, and Lita entrance was fun. Um I'm trying City, to think of other yeah. stuff. Well, but, in, and you, you got hyped for Pat McAfee. I know that.
2: Wait, I'm a big Pat You're McAfee fan. You're a Pat McAfee fan. And yeah. And I'm a Clevelander, so Miz is one of my favorite guys. He, I, he's my representation in our FBL league, so I was pretty happy about that. And, Matt, funny thing how you mentioned Duke Hudson. I actually was on a practice field and in a scrimmage game against Logan Paul in high school football, so I All hate time. him with a passion. So Again.
3: Well,
0: for those who don't remember the history, Matt literally isn't on YouTube as much because Logan Paul ruined YouTube for people like Matt. <laughs> yeah. <He's laughs> who didn't do anything Matt wrong, apocalypse. but he, he yeah, is the, the apocalypse, um, specifically. The it's suicide him.
3: forest thing yeah. that they filmed. Like, yeah. that was him, and that was literally what caused, like, my income to to, like, one day, literally woke up, and in one day, when that shit happened, and YouTube had to basically, like... Uh, crack down on content i went from making like a certain amount to like 80 percent drop in revenue from one day i just saw the line go and it just stayed there and he fully recovered no problem but channels like ours got decimated so i always have had a personal thing against him plus he's just a douchebag like he's oh, yeah. just he's just one of those people that you just know he's going to get ahead because he's a really good business person and he's super talented in whatever he does, but he's just a miserable piece of shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's one of those things. Like, I enjoyed his match with Seth from what I saw, but I just don't really have any interest in watching
0: him do anything. You, you know he's up. good at it, but you don't want him to be.
3: <laughs> oh, hes I'd say he's like a modern-day Kurt Angle, but from, oh, not yeah. from a technical standpoint. from like a, He's like a high-flying. Just great. a natural. And like how fast he's picking it up. Yeah, he's he's incredible, but I still don't want to watch him. I
0: said it going into <laughs> mania, um he's the best sub 10 match person I can think of. Like yeah. nobody else has had five matches in that good. And yet, well, did you hear here we the
3: are. the shade that John Morrison kind of threw at him?
0: No, they, uh
3: He got asked on... Um, I can't remember. It's a guy that interviews a bunch of people. He's one of the sports Span people. That... Was
0: Ariel? Because I know yeah. Morrison was just on his about the boxing uh, thing, too.
3: Not Ariel. I don't know. He's a, so he's, like a, he's a dude... I can't remember, honestly, who he is. But hes he interviews a bunch. Of, he's interviewed just everybody. But he's a little smaller. But he asked uh, him... and I had a creator clash too. Like, what do you think of Logan Paul? And he's, he said, he is the best guy I've ever seen who practices all of his matches with a lot of time. So he's like he's like he's yep. basically saying he's not a very he's not a very great wrestler, but he's very good at the things that he practices in advance. He's like if you threw him into say like you threw him in a match with Kurt Angle that they didn't work out like he may not be nearly as good. But I guess, you know, he's heard through the grapevine that Logan Paul puts in the work good for him. Kind of like Bad Bunny, how like they put in the work, mm-hmm. but the, everything is completely rehearsed. There's no winging it, and if he tried to wing it, you would see that he's not—you know—he's not quite there yet.
2: Can't do weekly shows or even possibly no. monthly shows.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: that's basically what he said. So, yeah, that's John Morrison's word. Who knows?
0: So, anything else for night one, then, GMSG, or Are you ready for night two?
2: Uh, thank you, Charlotte Flair, for eating shit and giving real, and <laughs> you disappointed <laughs> me so badly the other WrestleMania with that. You and Ronda, I hated you in it. I hated you in the Triple Threat think you're probably a really nice person and great backstage with people. You need to start putting people over in matches and stop cheating.
0: Man, it feels like Bear Me is here and he's not even with us right now. <laughs> Bearemy hates Charlotte and but it's been actually been won over by her. She is very good. I'm just I'm bored of it in yeah, its own way too. It's like I, I want something different. Like she turned face but did she? Yeah. Okay. She's just like, been the same character since yeah. she
3: got called the traumatic stage. She's just Ric yeah. Flair's daughter. And she and never really like,
0: grew. I never cared for Ric Flair back in the day either. Like, I knew he was very good and did his job well, but I just, like oh, I don't care. I'm bored. Yeah. It's just that. I, and it's her. She's
3: uh, one of the best female wrestlers on the planet, but that, like, from a work standpoint, as a character, I just, I've never really liked mm-hmm. her that much.
0: Well, let's move over to Night 2. So, I just, the, the curiosity here, Matt, is how did you watch Night 2? Just from home?
3: Uh, yeah. We did a live stream. You did a live
0: stream? Okay. So, yeah. so night two was, I mean, you probably have the card up, but I know yeah. the women's four-way tag was not as uh, good as the men's. Was it was, awesome. was the well, worst name, It wasn't match. even that. It
3: was not good. It was bad.
0: But so there, there, there was that. Um, yeah. Trying to remember other matches. I know I really Roman like and Cody. Chelsea
3: Green, by the way, though. Well, Chelsea, Chelsea was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I we'll, like the Karen character.
0: We'll get to Roman and Cody. We'll get there. Um, but, like, Bianca and Asuka was fun. I thought... I liked that one. Not as good as Charlotte and Rhea, but it, it was good.
3: The crowd didn't care, though, and that's what that's what hurt it.
0: Was it Brock and Omos that started
3: that one? That match was awesome. That ruled. That, <laughs> that was so <laughs> much fun and had no yeah. right to be.
0: I love no, that one.
3: I, it was Brock very was fun. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I fun thought... Outflow. Anytime you put Brock in a situation where he's got to pick up somebody who's huge in F5 him, it's always a good time. So, <laughs> yeah, it was much better than I anticipated... Um, the best match of the night, though, hands down, was the Intercontinental Triple Threat match. That, yes, thank that was, like, you. Perfect, I was forgetting
0: that one. I love that perfect match. Perfect match. Gunther's Gunther, amazing. Drew McIntyre, Sheamus.
3: Yeah. Oh, God. So good. Like, that's, that's, that's the, the one, one that I you was missed. Mad. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Well, originally it was on night one, and they, they switched it. I think they switched uh, Trish, Lita, and Becky and damage control for that. Originally, we were going to get that on night oh. one, they had announced, and then they switched <laughs> to last minute. So I'm like, hmm. Um,. But uh, then, you know what the worst match of the night was, though? Because, like, the women's match, whatever. But I hated Edge and Finn Balor. Oh, really? I did not like that match at all. Um, One, the blood stoppage really sucked. I mean, like, it's Hell in a Cell. Come on. Two, the kendo stick spot is the stupidest (laughs) spot. They've done that in other Hell in a Cells. Just lower down. Or just use your hands to, like, oh, I hate it. And the thing that killed it the most for me... The colored weapons were so stupid. We were I mean, laughing
0: like, at those. Like, oh, we enjoyed it for the ridiculousness, it. but like, yeah, I get you. I get it, yeah.
3: It's just like, this was supposed to be like a blood feud, like Finn Balor bringing out the demon because this is it. This is it. And it felt like,
0: <laughs>
3: and like, then Finn went to go do the splash. And for some reason, there was like a little platform on the side of the cell so he could do the splashes. They said that was know. for
0: the cameras.
3: I don't like but, yeah. I don't like anything about this match. I thought their entrances were awesome, oh, yeah. uh, but other than that, I thought what a what a waste of time. They could have just had a normal no DQ match and it would have been just as good.
0: I liked it. It was I thought yeah. it was fun. Um I was upset by the, the blood stoppage cuz like it's hell yeah. It's the whole point. But they were also like he ate shit with that ladder in the head. Check him. <laughs> like, let's make sure. mode. So I You get saw
3: it. what they what they did to uh, help him. They basically <laughs> right at ringside injected him with some numbing shit in his head, and they stapled his head shut. He's
0: got a shirt now. This is Finn. Fourteen staples.
3: That's that's crazy. They were just sitting there stapling his head <laughs> live at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I said the, the women's tag match not great, but it, that men's one overachieved. So I I kind of get it from both sides of that. Um, the Intercontinental Title match. I love that match. That's so good. Gunther and Sheamus from Clash was one of my favorite matches from last year. Uh, Gunther's really not won me over because I always liked him, but it's like he's making it work. Like him in the Rumble was amazing. Like he's just so fun. I, I love his he's stuff. He's
3: going to be the main event heel for them. Like he's gonna be like the new like Triple
0: H. I can see it. Not yeah, terrible. I think he's gonna beat the Honky record, and it's just yeah, it's gonna happen. T- like is that one that should or shouldn't? I think this is gonna happen girl- anyway.
3: That goes back to the whole idea of, like, everybody's breaking records. Like, apparently mm-hmm. Bianca's getting close to breaking records as well, so it's She's like... She's had hers
0: for a year right now, yeah. Yeah,
3: and I'm, I'm for these long title reigns, but I feel like a lot of them... Uh, like, Gunther's... They probably should have given the belt to Sheamus, I mean, at this point, And then put Gunther... Like, I thought what was going to happen was Gunther would drop it to Sheamus. It wouldn't get pinned, like Sheamus would pin Drew. Right. And then they would have Gunther win the King of the Ring and go on to main event SummerSlam. But... Because of the Roman thing, because they're pushing his, you know, record run, now it feels like Gunther's going to have to sit with the IC title for, uh, you know, a bit longer. And uh, it just feels like they're going for these long reigns for the sake of it, and not because they have, you know, solidified plans for a lot of these people.
0: And um, I, so... I agree with you. I don't like doing it just to break the record, because normally they lose it like a week later. I hate that. But I like it when it just happens to happen. Like, if it's Gunther is going to rule with that title for a long time... Okay. is Does he break the record as well? Yes. Sure. He's definitely cool. going to break the don't, record. Man. Don't have him just break the record to break it. Like, don't do that. But let's just have him be awesome with it and break the record. Sure. Like, that's cool. Um, and the fact
3: that a honky-tonk man has it. Like, why the fuck does he let's have update that. Exactly. The... Let's update that. Exactly. You know, like, Bruno San Martino is a legend. Like, you would, depending on your era you grew up, he's on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, like... Honky Tonk Man can go suck a big fat one. He's terrible. He's always been terrible. He was literally... Vince McMahon literally gave him that run to spite people. <laughs> so, yeah, Gunther should over, overtake that record.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the other ones from the, that night. Main event?
3: I think it's just the main event. Yeah, let's go to Wrong the main movie. event. Let's
0: let's go talk about that one. So, I will go do the round table with the guys actually first before we jump into that one. Because that's its own its own section. Um... Red, we'll go to you again first here, night two. Again, we all kind of agree it wasn't as good, so that's, we get that out of the way. But there's still some good stuff, right? Oh, Matt, we can't forget, Shane McMahon.
3: Oh, man, poor Shane.
0: <laughs> I do feel bad, but it's like, man...
3: <laughs> I thought Snoop, Snoop was awesome. Snoop, good. you want to talk
0: about, like, Bad Bunny or oh, Logan Paul not being able to go on the fly? Snoop did. <laughs>
3: Well, apparently the referee was yelling at him. She yelled it, like, four times. Do a people's elbow. Do a people's elbow. Oh, Do okay. a people's well. elbow. Do a people's elbow. And then he just did it. But, like, good <laughs> on him. You know, like, he was there to save the segment. But, like, dude, yeah. if there's ever a reason for Shane not to be in the ring, it's that. But you know he's going to come back. Because, when... like, nobody wants their last exactly. in-ring thing to be that. So he'll be yeah. back. But, oh, man, why? Like, out of all the people you could have given a rub to to come out and just beat up the Miz and get a cheer, like... I'm of the opinion that they could have like night one should have been Lashley, because that would have made sense. Oh, Give yeah. him a, like a dominant, quick win, and then night two. Even though I'm not a fan of this guy personally, he's been winning me over uh, just from his crowd reactions. Is LA Knight deserves mm-hmm. a lot more than they're giving this guy? Like I'm hoping for Money in
0: the Bank for him. Money LA yeah. Knight rules. Yeah, I anything because he deserves. Yeah,
3: like, again, I don't like him. I've always disliked him, even on the indie scene when he was Eli Drake.
0: But it's working. Like, I don't. Right now.
3: <laughs> I don't like him. I think he's a very average wrestler. I mean, I mean, he's not my cup of tea in terms of his character. Totally fair. But he is definitely getting over, and yep. yet they just won't use him. It's very weird.
0: If That feels money in the bank to me. It feels like he's going yeah, that we'll route. Yeah, I think does he win? I think does he win it? Yes, does he win the title? No. I mean, <laughs> if it I was Cody, we might be have we might be talking. But no,
3: I don't think he's doing, doing shit, bro. I think. Well, I think I'm hoping. I think I'm the
0: optimist here. Come on, come uh,
3: on. He's a jobber, as far as they're concerned. For some reason, I mean, I don't. Know I mean, you're him. kind
0: of right, but anyway. So anyway, okay. Now we go over to Red. So Red, night two. <laughs> not
1: gonna lie, not much to add. Um. You basically nailed every single thing. I think Ronda and Shayna was the stupidest thing. Like, th- First of all, I'll, I'm going to rant since I have a little time. The women's showcase, the men's showcase made sense. You had four actual teams. The women's ones, Ronda and Shayna could be a team, but the other six are teams that are just thrown together within the last three weeks. It didn't make sense for. I mean, live in Rocco, you got two faces. Woohoo. Natalya and Shotzi, random. Chelsea green and Sonya was stupid because you had Chelsea green and Carmela be tag team recently, but yet that didn't happen. So the whole match was dominated by the three teams with Rhonda and Shannon come in with the like last 30 seconds. So I guess Rhonda's injured going into it. Shannon got injured in it. So, but they still had to win. So they just sat to the side and waited for the other girls to do their spots. And they come in and get the quick win at the end. Uh, like I said, the rest of the night, Gunther best match of the night, Bianca fell flat. Uh well, I said Gunther best match, but I want to say Miz and Snoop Dogg probably was the best match. I mean, it wasn't planned, and yet they still made it probably more entertaining than most of the other shit.
0: So uh, I, I got, I'm, I'm jumping in on that. You're saying that a single punch from people's elbow was better than any other match that night. Not that you enjoyed it more, but it was better.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: It was better than the IC title. Night. Come on. Did you enjoy it more? I got you. I'm with you. But mm.
1: the uh <laughs> But again, the Edge and Demon, like could it have been a good match without the staples? Sure. But I think the Staples cut it. Edge just sat there and was like, Uh, what's going on? He sat there, we watched it on camera for a few oh. minutes and then finally they started moving again, <laughs> but
0: Excuse me. Sorry. I
1: think that killed a lot of the match. I like, think the
0: staples were a case of like, is this even going to continue or not? Like they weren't sure if they were going to be able to keep go. That's what that was.
1: Honestly, I think Finn told them do it and let's go.
0: Yeah, because if they just ended it, it would have been like, all right, he wins. Do make something special. Like uh, they could have done something and salvaged like, it. Like Edge is that vicious? They could they could have played that.
3: Well, it looks like it's but, triggering blood too again because there was uh, reports right. coming out saying that they're going to let them do blood at the top of the hour now.
0: For, For the, the third hour. hour, yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, the
3: third hour, yeah, third hour. Yeah. So, like, maybe that we'll thing was like, oh, come on. There has to be situations where we can do whatever we want. So it well. ride, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so, like, it, it did it, it did interrupt it, but I don't think it was anything, like, there was no plan around it because it was either, like, we could staple this shot and keep him going or the match is done. So they were literally waiting to see what the hell they were going to do. So
1: The thing I really think they should have done, Edge is a 100% veteran. I know Finn Balor's been around long enough. They should have easily auto-bowled it. You didn't have to continue the match. You could have had Edge do the spear, safety wise. Like it wasn't just a scratch. The dude, you could see his like skin pulling apart. Fourteen like, staples,
0: gross. exactly. Yeah.
1: Like if you wanted to finish a match, okay, finish it. They went on another fifteen minutes, which I commend them on that. Oh yeah. But I, I just don't think it was a smart choice because what if you just ended Finn Balor's career because you did something that brain damage happened? after I think they check medical him. Medical. I mean I
3: think they, they have the yeah. doctor check him to see oh, if he yeah. has a concussion. And if he if he doesn't show signs of concussion, as long as they staple it up, he should be fine. Yeah. I mean like He's already wrestled since. So, yeah. That yeah.
1: For for references on concussions, you don't have to be showing signs to not have a concussion. To a uh, Tagovola from Miami Dolphins, he didn't show signs and then later that night he had to check himself into the hospital because he started having concussion signs. You may not always have a concussion right away. Yeah, it's oh,
0: possible. We, I mean, I, we I talked about that with Roxanne too. It's to potential. Big, yeah. yeah, we 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 simply don't know. But they were like, "You good?" Yeah. All right. That's yeah, WrestleMania. I mean, it's just like
3: it's you know, if I maybe if it had been in any other show or just a normal match, but when it's Hell in a Cell, WrestleMania, you know, Edge only has a couple of these matches left in the foreseeable future. I think they just had the doctor check him out, and they were like, "It's worth the risk at this point." And if Finn, if you he's, you know. He's, if he's Finn is adult, cognizant,
0: like if he's not loopy, yeah. there, there's a yeah. difference. Like I he's know. With the doctor. We, we had issues with the Matt Hardy fall uh, on Oh, the, the that one. was fucked. Right? Where he's that like, of course he's going to say, yes, he's okay. Yeah. Like, it's. There, there's a, I feel there is a difference there because there's just a punch drunk thing to say, yeah, I'm fine. The doctor can be like, clearly you're not. This yeah. was, this was and different. Who cares? Like, oh, it was a throwaway
3: show. It wasn't WrestleMania. It wasn't their biggest yeah. show of the year or anything. And it wasn't an important match. It was a stupid spot. Like, I think that's that's the difference. Yeah.
0: I mean, we can all talk about stuff with with the injuries and should continue. Matt, you yourself were fucked up in a ladder match. I remember you telling me this. Your back is all messed up, but you're doing it anyway because you're doing it. The like... uh,
3: worst one I ever had was I dislocated it on my arm yeah. in a match. And then it popped back in and I just kept going. And I just kind of worked around it uh, and didn't use it. But mm-hmm. I think it just comes down to uh, you, know, you knowing yourself. But to be fair, there's people like Ryan Danielson... Who have a history of ignoring injuries or pretending, you know, that they don't, they're do not they not there oh, or not telling doctors. They need to be so,
0: protected from themselves, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I, I just think it comes down to... WWE doesn't fuck around with that stuff anymore at all. Like, I, I think that they would have yeah. stopped it if Finn had shown any signs of not being able to continue. And they took a while. It's not like... Because that was like a five-minute stop. So, like, they were checking him out and getting him good to go. So, it wasn't like they, you know, in a minute they turned it around. I just... I think Finn's one of yeah. those guys that would end it if he had
0: to. And they didn't want to call it and then turns out, oh, we can let it go after all. Well, we blew it. Like, Yeah.
3: I mean, so- the match sucked anyway, so who cares?
0: about this? Yeah. Not, very good. not to totally derail you there, Red. Sorry, to go back to that. Yeah, like, that was... That, that was my plan. I
3: wanted to derail him.
0: Alright, well, you're on your own <laughs> then, Red. You're, you're dealing with Matt. I tag out. <laughs> I kind of want
1: to be railed by Matt. Sorry, Scott. Oh, God! Alright.
0: Um, well... Listen,
1: I'm not saying no. We what? got buttholes and railing. Let's go. We got
0: live on Twitch. All right. Okay, so, Red, what 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 else about night two do you got?
1: Oh, no, I'm holding my big guns for the final. I think I'm good. Okay, okay. TMSG, how about you then?
2: Um, I want to say just to the Bowler thing, I think even after the five-minute stoppage, you don't really see Edge go near his head with hitting. I think they did a lot of slow moves for a while to see if he can keep his balance to make sure he didn't. Wasn't dazed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, almost throwing Brock made me pop instantly to start the match, and I was like (laughs) five seconds ahead of everyone, so that was fun. Women's match, yeah, it was fine until it was obvious that Shayna got hurt in the match, and then it's like, well, they can't do anything, so we're just going to wait for the finish. Again, injuries happen like with Aller, so we just had to wait and see. I wish they didn't audible, but I get it. I see. Title killed it the way I thought it would. It was awesome. Everything about it. All three guys. Great representation of Europe. Oscar Bianca. Unlike the Rhea Charlotte, there wasn't much build up to either. But it was fine. It wasn't like exceeding expectations. It was fun, but not. It was in the middle of a show, of an entire weekend of pay per views. Snoop Dogg pinning Miz. I mean, technically Miz had three matches of Mania this weekend, or that weekend, so that's awesome. But Got
0: God, that, got that revenge over Shane with that, uh, the ref stoppage, I guess you'd call it.
2: <laughs> and if everyone heard our voice chat, we were laughing so hard at Shane falling. And then he got up again and then fell. It's like, we shouldn't be laughing, but it was just so outrageous that that happened. <laughs> and it was such a minor thing.
0: Like father, like son. Isn't it crazy how they had,
3: like, a match? Like, Shane and Miz had a full-blown feud and a match at WrestleMania, and then it was supposed to turn into a squash this year.
0: (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Wild. And couldn't even finish.
3: No. (laughs) Poor Shane.
0: So We're making fun. Do feel bad, but it's like, oh, my God. What other family has had that kind of specific luck like that? Because okay. I know other families have had it worse in wrestling. I'm Canadian, I know about the Hearts. I know about the Von Erics. I know- I know the- But like, why does Vince and Shane both have the quads and then even the son-in-law with Triple Like, Why? why? H- what the hell? Like, Stephanie, I'm don't sorry. get in the ring again, ever. Like, don't do it.
2: I want to see a backstage camera on Triple H when that happened. It's like, I can imagine oh, him yeah. just going- Oh, I, I can imagine him just going, I feel bad but I'm gonna chuckle because that's funny as shit. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's been there, he knows, yeah.
2: I guess we're out to the
0: main event, right? So Cody Rhodes um, and Roman Reigns was the main event. And to get a little history here, Matt, um, not for the match itself, but for Red. Because with our prediction stuff, we've been saying for months. I even talked about this potentially last year during Mania. Cody could be the one to dethrone him. Because I could see that being a year-long thing if they even wait that long. Injury made it seem obvious with the rumble, blah, blah, blah. There we are. Um, I know Drew felt like he should have won at Clash. I know Sammy felt like he should have won at Chamber. And it was like, now Cody's going to win, though. It's mania. It's time. But there was that little thing where I kept saying, like, the whole story is to make you think he won't. That's what these were. Because Roman shuts down the Dreamers. He, he stops these. He, he prevents it. But they're not going to do that because this is the time. But yeah. Red, Red... Uh, was like, no, I think they're going to do that. <laughs> I think Roman is going to win. Not because Cody can't do it, but because they're not done for that yet. And so to give Red all the glory on that, because th- this has been like four weeks build up to saying that, Red's been like, I told you, I knew it. but Not, not gloating, but just happy he was right. And I'll, I'll turn it over to Red here in a second. The fun thing is I actually watched the American Dream Dusty Rhodes biography the, for A&E like two days ago. And there's a thing in that where Cody said that his dad lost to Ric Flair, who was undeniably the man. But those weren't losses so much as the chase. And by the time they got there, the people were ready for it. And I'm like, I can see easily he's called Roman Reigns the man. That's the same story, except it's not 1983. (laughs) It's not the same. We literally had our voice chat. Rab jumped in and was like, I'm done. They've turned me off. They ruined it. And we all were like, they dropped the ball. Cody should have won that. 99% except for Red was like, they should have done it. G and I were like, I can see they, like, they're going to do something here. I'm curious to see where it goes. I want to see Roman Reigns lose his mind without the title. I want to see that Mafia boss get his hands dirty. I want to see that. But we're not going there yet. We're still Roman era. Okay. I don't hate it, but it's like, huh, you can't get this back. Like, Mania 40 is the only other bigger way to go, I guess, but I don't quite get it. I don't see why they wouldn't have yet, but I will trust in them to see where they go with it. I'm not, not watching, obviously, but it's very much they're trying to replicate that old Dusty Rick story, it feels like, but it's not the 80s. Like, it's... A lot of people got soured on this, and the immediate reaction was, oh god, why? So Red... Over to you. I told you so. That's fucking it.
1: Um, all right. So no, it was too easy. It was this man came in from AEW after he'd been gone for so long. He got a bunch of wins on Seth Rollins. He has Rollins' numbers. Good for him. He got put in number 30 in the Royal rumble. So he didn't have to do much there. Now he's got a world title shot and he's had a couple matches in between against, you know, the impossible people of Baron Corbin and, uh, What's his name? The
0: Solo Sokoa. Well, he didn't
1: win until, what, like the week before? I was talking about leading up to that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. He won like the week before. But, no, he had – I get where everybody was saying it's going to be the moment. It's going to be it. And I've said, no, it's been too easy. It's There has been no chase. It's Everything's been handed to him. And I, I knew from the get-go that if he was going to get it right here – it was too easy, and it didn't seem like the Cody Rhodes character. There was no like downfall where he had to work through it. Like You could say the injury was, but that's real life, not like the story that they wrote.
0: Yeah, but so, they worked that into the story, to be fair. Yes, and I he did that. go but, like still like, I don't but know, he a lost half hour at in Roberts. the Rumble. It wasn't just 30 and he tossed the guy out. He went with he a 50-minute like war one person who had been in there for an hour it still yeah. was a war i'm sorry i just it. yeah it wasn't it wasn't easy though is what i'm saying you made it sound you had like gunther it was nothing. In there for an,
1: you had gunther in there for an hour and go another half hour with somebody this person only had to do a half hour the person who's only done a half hour should have been the one to go out that just makes sense why did it take you a half hour
3: yeah cody should they should have swapped them cody should have been in gunther's spot that's that's yeah the have i wouldn't i wouldn't really have hated
0: fun. that but i'm just saying like to make it sound like it was easy makes the entire Gunther-Cody thing sound like it was nothing when it was anything but. I thought that was actually a really fun back and forth. I never believed that Gunther was going to win because, I mean, come on, is what we're doing. But he made it credible is what I thought. I, I'm just disputing the made it easy part. Forgive me. Sorry.
1: I would have preferred if had lo- or Cody Rhodes had lost to Rollins at one point at least to make it seem like, okay, this guy is beatable. But to have him undefeated all the way up to Roman, Roman was going to win. I've said it for a couple of times now. I think this is going to end at SummerSlam. After he gets his thousand days, Cody Rhodes is going to win it. Or this draft is going to split the titles up.
0: See, that, that, there's that thing with the draft of the titles. I'm not even going to go into that because there's nothing indicating that. people We've heard that for years. Um, titles aren't part of the draft. We'll find out on SmackDown if it is or not, but it's superstars. So, like, if they both lay claim to him in the draft, maybe we'll get something there. I don't know. But splitting the titles defeats the purpose of him having it and having this reign. So, I don't see that at all. Um, yeah, I don't, now, Matt, I don't all. and Matt, you, you were saying WrestleMania. Like, I agree. Mania is the only thing. Like, Saudi isn't even as big as Mania. And SummerSlam, no. It's, it's Mania or nothing for it's Roman losing. It yeah. doesn't even matter who it is anymore. It's Mania only, it feels like.
3: Well, it kind of matters. Like, what we look ahead, and it's like Montez Ford gets the push to go after <laughs> Roman. Well, I, I, know well, but I mean, like, I... it's it's
0: not it's it's only like the big moment, like Cody winning at Mania seemed perfect. Could Cody win somewhere else? Yes, but can Roman lose anywhere but Mania? I don't think so. Not now. Not this reign. Anyway, yeah. that's what I mean.
3: I think they're gonna do uh, Jay and Roman at SummerSlam. I like that. I think that's I think that's what they're starting to build towards. Like the, do you, do you think Roman's Solo
0: episode? is in Roman's future? That's what Red was saying also. He saw oh, Roman yeah. Roman, all Roman solo are. is yeah. The
1: way, all the, way I, for Jimmy. the way I see it is Solo's with him the whole time. They're gonna split off the Usos because they're already teasing it right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But Solo's mm-hmm. with him. It's almost like Wardlow MJF. Solo's gonna learn yeah. all this shit about Roman and he's gonna use it against him as the face. Yeah, he's got to get over first. though. that that that's that's off. That's a ways off. Like I think Solo's gonna have to start
3: getting kind of like Triple H Batista in Evolution. Mm-hmm. Like they gotta they gotta let the crowd kind of naturally get him. Like they could even wait a they're, year. They're getting before there before they but do yeah. that. But you know they'll they'll do it eventually. We because, know they're not gonna Jay rush anything,
0: is, bloodline. We're good. They're they're fine.
3: Jay's gonna be first though. I do. I think Jay. If he doesn't get SummerSlam, he's at least gonna get one of the pay per views, and they're gonna turn Jay and let him go solo. Cause he's dude. He was the best part of the COVID era. Jay was fucking incredible mm-hmm. during the COVID era. His feud with Roman was great. He was awesome as a solo. So that, I would love to see him split from the Usos and do a solo run.
0: Now, Red, you're thinking SummerSlam for Cody, though? Like, you think it's going to happen there?
1: I do. I think they get this whole Brock Lesnar thing where he comes out. I'm not, I'm really torn on how Brock Lesnar and Cody's going to turn out. I'm assuming Cody's going to go Brock's going to beat him. I already you know Brock, Brock's oh, going to beat him yeah. Yeah.
0: Co- yeah. You said, it's been too easy for Cody. Cody has to start losing yeah, now. He's Co- Cody's got to go through hard times, baby. Yeah. Just like his dad. It's it's the story. They're telling it. Thing is, the audience now doesn't want that. The audience just wants Cody to win. It's a very different... It's a it's a problem. They're- but I trust in it that, that Cody will work, but they might hammer it where it it, it backfires. I'm worried it'll backfire. Because it's a different era. If He'll
3: he- beat him eventually, though. He'll yeah. beat him in the rematch.
0: But yeah. he's going to lose the first one. Yeah. Uh. So, GMSG, what were your thoughts on it? Because... Uh, Matt, Jimmy uh, is a very big Roman Bloodline, etc. fan. He wore a different shirt every day for the Mania Week from Bloodline and Roman, just for the record. Okay. So he's on board with Roman, but it was like, Cody should have won. <laughs> it's like, that's what we're dealing with. So what were your right. thoughts on this match, GMSG? Well
2: Going in, I remember Beer Me our League was like, I'm going to top lock Cody. I'm going to top lock him. I like, did too. You know. And I kept saying, don't <laughs> you dare, because he's my tag partner. And we're going for tag. I'm like, don't you dare. Because I don't doubt Roman, and also, I told CT this, I'm like, he's like Brock right now. He could lose, but will he? I don't know. Put Cody for high and thought he was, and then when it ended, I'm like, oh, I- I'm not mad. Everyone else is pissed off in our chat, but...
0: Oh, they ruined wrestling. Wrestling died that night. <laughs>
2: Which I get it. Like I I like Cody. I always have. I have like the Stardust slash Green Arrow Stephen Amell like hoodie and shirt from like 50, ten years ago or something. With the, I got the mustache,
0: dashing all that stuff.
2: Yeah, like I've always liked Cody. And but I don't know. The Bloodline stuff is great. Cody is getting there. Like up to Top Town, his merch is he's up there with Seth and Roman and Bloodline. So he's, he's almost there. But Red is somewhat right where it was. He hasn't. Then the hard times is the literal thing. Like, it's been too easy for him, even though he tore his pec. It's a weird way of looking at it, like, with AEW, where they had undefeated stars lose. I mean, on Monday, he beat uh, Solo, and I'm like, oh, God. the four undefeated people, most protected people, lost. And it was to Cody. Cody didn't do that to Roman, but no, Roman did it to Cody. Killed the dream. I've said this many times since... uh, have quoted Sammy like 20 times now about the Elimination Chamber stuff and that he like said results now their major matches don't get exactly mad like they used to it's a more wait and see how they change it and adapt to it I'm in that boat of going I'm willing to see like Brock and Cody the weird yeah I kind of like seeing Brock face someone that's not a shield member or a giant like the best technical wrestler, it's Cody Rhodes, one of the best talkers. I don't want to see him toss Cody. I want to see Cody sell. Mm-hmm. I want him flying. I want him going through a table. I don't know who's going to win yet. I haven't decided that yet. I, there's a few more weeks of go home shows to watch to figure that one out. But I'm excited. I hope Roman uh, maybe comes back in the next uh, few weeks <laughs> for a match. Again, taking a little break, which sucks, but is that attraction guy. And unlike Brock, when and he was champion. He does show up. Yeah. He shows TV. up a lot more than Brock
3: did. Yeah.
2: He might not have matches. That That's fair. He at least wrestles once or twice a month, like not once or twice a month, once a month or once every two months.
0: Yeah.
2: And he's there constantly helping stars. And like, I think Paul said in the interview, like Roman even did, but when he's not on TV, he is backstage helping talent and talking to them and like giving them advice constantly. He helped Apollo during the pandemic, and Apollo's a lot better than he was in NXT now. Hey, Roman
3: does that? Yeah. Wow, you know what he's doing, though? He's secretly telling them, hey, get ready to lose to
2: me, jobber.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're See, probably not wrong kind of- on top of that. Like, jokingly, <laughs> yeah. still, yeah.
2: <laughs> do you like working WWE? I know AEW likes taking the guys eh. I beat at pay per views Like, come
0: on. <laughs> so <laughs> overall, overall, yeah, it's like it's not like... Did it suck and did it deflate things in the moment? Yeah. Like, what was your thoughts when it happened, Matt? What were your What was your reaction well, to this? I want to, to push to back
3: you. a little bit on the idea that Cody didn't have a struggle.
0: Oh, he had a struggle for like years. Like, I think it's, that was his the whole story. Career. It's the, the career struggle. is the struggle. I'm with and you. Yes.
3: Yeah. That's that's why I think. I mean, he should have won. I mean, that's all there is to it. Like, I don't. I don't really mind that he lost. Like, I was way more upset about Drew and Sammy. Uh, I'm not a big Cody Rhodes fan. I res- I like him i think he's fine he's a damn good worker i mean like he is story wise like he's one of those rare guys that tells a story when he wrestles he actually sells body parts when he wrestles which is a you know dying tradition these days and uh, he's good on the mic i'm a you know, i'm a piece of shit the lisp still kind of catches me uh here and there and i know it's nothing he can really do and he's worked on it and he's done a good job covering it but it's still kind of like takes me out of his promos a little bit again i'm a piece of shit i get it uh, but, you know, he's he's done really well for himself. But the struggle was stardust. The struggle, you know, was the mustache. The struggle was the mask. Like, all these gimmicks that were kind of cartoony, leaving, going to, on the indie scene, the Indies, going to AEW. Yeah. yeah, and that's the story they were telling. And that's why I'm very doubtful of him getting the rematch and winning. Because the struggle is going to turn into a struggle for all of us to watch like unless they cuz this Brock thing was a great move. Great move. Mm-hmm. Because that's a big match that we haven't seen. So everybody's going to be cool with it. But eventually if they're going to drag this out to SummerSlam or to WrestleMania, particularly Mania which I think they're going to do, you know he's going to have to like fight, you know, Seth Rollins again. He's going to have to start going through and fighting these people where you're like eh, just get to Roman Reigns. Like and the other part is he could just be defending the title against Brock. He could just be defending the title against all these people and have Seth. fresh matchups for the Gunther. year. Exactly. Yeah, but instead they're gonna stick with Roman, and I know why they're sticking with Roman. He's comfortable. And Roman's a big star in their eyes. And they probably aren't gonna have him for much longer. I'm guessing that after he signed this newest contract, you know, he's got ambitions to go elsewhere. And rightfully so, his cousin's one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. So he's got that in. Uh, And eventually, people leave. That's all there is, too. You can't be a wrestler for the rest of your lives. It's a different generation. It's not like Ric Flair and Dusty who, like, die wrestlers. Like, eventually, people leave and go do something else. But, man, that match was so good until Mm. the end. And they could have kept the belt on Roman and had a good ending. That ending was garbage. Having Solo run back in and cost Cody, like, the entire story that they were telling was that Cody was going to be ready for the bloodline. And that, you know, they, they had him get rid of Solo. They had the Usos get taken out by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Perfect. But to have Solo come back out and cost Cody the match was so fucking lazy. That
0: was Rab's like, main th- issue, too. It's like, you're telling me this goof yeah. couldn't figure that out after all yeah, that? Yeah, like, he would have yeah.
3: been ready for that. I don't like. Don't understand why. Like, they literally had him cut promos saying, it doesn't matter what you throw at me. I will be ready for the bloodline. And then that was it. Like, I think it would have made more sense to have it be Paul Heyman that cost cody like let's say uh like cody was getting ready to put down roman and Heyman like low blowed him or something because he wasn't expecting paul to get physically involved like at least that would have been different than having solo run back out um but but it's just yeah it just came off as lazy and like the the thing with this reign that roman's on i don't like that he needs the bloodline to win these matches this is roman reigns dude. You know, he for years he's been a dominant you know dominant force he's not like a cm punk when he turns heel he's not you know like a chris jericho who needs to cheat to win when he's on a heel run he's like a triple h triple h didn't barely ever needed to cheat to win or if he cheated he would just do it himself sometimes you'd have like rick flair help him or something like that but for the most part triple h just found ways to win because he was the man and like roman doesn't need the usos to help him he doesn't need a solo just just have Roman do chicken shit things in the ring himself to win. Like if Roman had just beat Cody by kicking him in the balls while the referee was distracted and then beat him, I think that that would have been a much more logical finish because Mm -hmm. it showed Roman was desperate. He knew he couldn't beat Cody. So he had to go to the low blow, but to have it be solo coming out again, God, that was so deflating. Like the crowd just died a death. The moment that solo hit Cody, they knew it was over. It's like, that that finish sucked. That was that was not good. Um, and we'll you know we'll see where they go from there because that match was so fucking good. The crowd was into it. They wanted Cody. It was a great main event. And then but the only thing anybody's gonna remember is gonna be that shitty finish and the rubber chicken sitting next to Cody.
0: Oh yeah, well because because really that night there were so many people saying like oh man this company keeps failing on every level. I'm like I just watched. Uh, generally like six hours that were awesome. And I hated yeah. the last like 10 minutes of something. They don't fail yeah. on every level. They literally hit nine out of 10 homers and then yeah, bunted on life. the 10th and got out. <laughs> like well, it,
3: other than the Rafter mania Rafter mania was an abortion. Again. That's a
0: different story that we're not even going to go into, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but, but like that, that's what I mean. Like it was the reaction. I get it. The last thing you remember is that I flip it over to, um, I think it was full gear when both adam cole and brian danielson debuted for aw people like best paper ever i'm like you're just talking about the last cool things which were awesome moments but like what's the rest of the show i couldn't even tell you
3: (laughs) like that's i mean i couldn't tell you but it was a good show yeah i
0: remember liking the show but right but it was amazing because of those two things at the very end the last thing was this awesome taste left in your mouth it's like ah yeah well i mean i get it i get it but yeah Yeah, people always
3: remember the finishes to matches like you can have a a five-star match but if the ending is crap, that's all people end up remembering. I mean, you re- think look back to John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in that uh, what that exploding oh, death match? That's oh, a that's Eddie. a really really good fun hardcore tribute to like the old death matches in Japan. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. But that ending is one of the worst laughable pieces of shit endings I've ever seen in my life. And so therefore, I don't remember any of the match anymore. It's real bad. I think cody and roman had that exact problem and this is becoming a roman problem because all of his matches are good he's a great wrestler i think he's a very good heel wrestler but the endings are always the same old shit. it's that bloodline member runs in costs you know the baby face the match and it's over and it's like do something a little different roman doesn't need lackeys in order to get w's but for some reason, they, they they like that. They think that that's the comfortable way to go. I'd rather have Roman just be a dominant heel who just beats babyfaces. Like if he just beats them, it is what it is. Like he's mm-hmm. just awesome. That means that when the when the one guy comes along to finally end his reign, it's gonna mean so much more if Roman had just been beating people clean. Like just let he can be an asshole and still be really good in the ring. Like Brock did that. Brock never had to cheat in order to get W's, but for some reason Roman does. I just, that's the one part I think they're failing in. I
0: maintain that Austin Theory should have tried to cash in on Roman and Roman stuffs him and the stops it. Because that's the one thing that he didn't even have to do is turn back the money into bank. That would add even more like to it. I know. That's your thing. I know. I know. But so another thing Stay that. Down, down. What? Later. But another thing that came up I saw talking about this with Roman is he's the safe figurehead for a company that just got sold. Yeah, yeah. There's that too, which is a whole oh, yeah. thing. And I know I have that written down. Um, I have Rebellion in here as well, but we'll, we'll go to the sale stuff because that literally happened like the next day. So not to go too long on this, we're already at an hour and a half. So we'll talk about this one briefly and, and kind of go from there. But the whole sale with WWE, um, that happened and I, I will go back to things we, I've said multiple times on this very podcast in the couple of years we've done this this is the biggest story we've talked about first Vince McMahon retiring and then this and this, and this. now this is easily the biggest one WWE this 50 something year old family company is now sold and like that's happened and it's to Endeavor which is going to merge it in a combined 21 billion sports company with UFC that doesn't mean there's going to be one company that runs both events it means there's that company there's that company Think of Disney. They got Marvel. They got Star Wars. They got the, like, it's, it's that. They, do they cross-brand? Sure. The WWE merchandise people are going to have a field day with UFC stuff. It's going to be great. And you'll see co-promoted events in the sense of like, they're not going to shy away from having arenas on the different weekends now. It's going to be that kind of thing. But you're not going to see UFC fights during a WWE show. The last thing they're going to want with w- UFC is any semblance of fakery because that will destroy that $12 billion brand. It's not going to happen. But you'll see guys front row. It'll be that kind of stuff, and you might see Conor McGregor. Like
3: UFC guys compete in WWE. Well, you'll though. see
0: that side though. You'll see Conor 100% McGregor. 100%. percent Billion percent. Exactly. Yeah. You'll see that side. I of, do. Yes.
3: I do though think there's going to be a couple of WWE people that legit go and compete in UFC. Like I could Gable see
0: Stevenson. Brock
3: Brock just doing a random one off. Like Brock if the money is it worth again. it. Yep. Like why not? Now that they're under the same company, it's not weird <laughs> to have him go do uh, yep. you know one one. Fight like I could easily see some WWE people oh. leaving for four months training for a, a proper UFC fight and then coming back after dude
0: Gable Stevenson, a billion percent is someone I could see doing that the yeah the collegiate guy absolutely there's stuff stuff like that so yeah so and like, you're forgetting one person question. by
3: the way you're forgetting one person though before we move on uh, somebody who's done hard time okay oh, he God. he knows what it's like on the inside and I think he could absolutely survive. In the, the octagon. Dominic Mysterio needs to get in there. I'm, I'm on board. I think we need to see him in there. I, mean, I feel bad, though, because whoever he's going up against, oof, they're, they're in trouble. They might have to go to prison so first. Could you guys see Matt Riddle going back? No. No, probably not, because I know him and Dana White fucking hate each exactly. other. Exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. If not, if not for that, yes. No, Otherwise, Matt yeah. Riddle is one of the few guys to get cut from the UFC on a winning streak, just because of how wow. little they got along.
3: Riddle's also and kind of a moron. And he
0: said, I hate, like, good fucking luck doing whatever you do. Like, you're not going to make anything like you are here. You're nobody. And, yeah. no, he's clearly not. He is a good I professional wrestler. Blah, well, blah,
3: blah, Dana, yeah. like, Dana White's a moron in his own right, but he's like oh, a much yeah. moron. But, like, Riddle, Riddle to me comes off like he makes a lot of
0: He's a like legit situations. moron. Yeah, but yeah. no. I want
3: Riddle <laughs> I want in the ring, do.
0: No, yeah.
2: Yeah, all I want Riddle to do is just do what he did with Goldberg and Brock and just annoy the shad Dana backstage yeah. if he shows up. Just oh yeah. Just be- piss him off the slap you just have that happen. A UFC versus WWE Brawl or some shit. That'd be great.
0: But like like I said, it's the, the whole company, the way this thing is, it's like it's a big twenty one billion dollar company that houses both. So like there's the UFC and there's WWE. They're not one company, they're part of one company. So it's like, don't get it. Ex- the company owns them both. Exactly, yeah. And it's Endeavor who made a company that has both in it. That's it. So, Technically,
3: like, Vince McMahon is above Dana White, which I find interesting.
0: Yeah, because the board is five people from WWE, six mm-hmm. people from Endeavor, nobody from UFC. This combined company board has, like I said, six Endeavor chosen and five WWE chosen. And that company houses WWE and UFC wWE is the the nine or eight billion dollar company. UFC was bought for four is now worth twelve. That's yeah. worth more than wWE and yet I saw chill son talking about it WWE put on an event it was an eighteen million dollar gate with 20 million in sponsorships with sixty seventy thousand people for two nights in an arena. It's worth less than the other one that it seems weird to me the
3: UFC is just a bigger brand it is oh. it is
0: it's it's also a legit sport with like the way things <laughs> run.
3: I think that's bullshit, by the way. I think UFC, a lot of its work. I mean, in the
0: sense the of how it's, I, I mean, in the sense of, yeah, you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it's not like clearly a fake sport in the scripted wrestling sense. I understand. I know. I know. I know. But you never
3: know, you can see Dana White going to the bathroom, going like, uh, I, I don't know a lot of UFC fighters. So George, so George St. Pierre, I need you to take a dive after the third
0: round or whatever. Who knows? Not in Canada. He'd know. pull a Bret Hart. He wouldn't do it.
3: Uh, (laughs) I want to see Dana White ring the bell (laughs) Vince McMahon style
0: (laughs) So what are your thoughts with the sale though Matt? Like the the legit thing here like It's something I never thought I'd see But it is the kind of thing like money wise That makes sense but it happened Like we're in an era where WWE is owned by somebody else
3: Uh, Vince was not gonna keep his little fucking grubby mitts out of WWE. So this is the best case scenario. He hostile
0: takeovered it from his own kids.
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, but he the here's what I think is going down. I think they gave Vince this power, uh, and apparently it's only like it's like two years. I think is the contract that they have. Something like that. Yeah. I think the idea is that Vince really is old as fuck, (laughs) and they know. He's had a problematic past and this is like a way to give him some power but also let him bow out in his on his own terms versus just dying uh, doing the job and it does appear that he really only ruined uh, the raw after mania and he's been mostly hands off yeah ends. so I think I think this was just Vince's way of sticking it to everybody who basically forced him out like he went through he fucked over all his family members because they kicked him out uh, he got his revenge. He sold his company for $9 billion. He netted $2 billion on his own. He's you know, he got his weird Gomez mustache, and he can <laughs> ride off into the sunset with his uh, girlfriend, uh, even though he's still married, and it's funny that nobody ever calls him out on that. But, you know, <laughs> this was just his revenge. Uh, I, I actually don't think he's going to be that hands-on anymore. At first, I thought for sure he would, but it just, again, I, I think this was just his way of sticking it to all the people that fucked him over. He's still going to be there, but I don't, I honestly don't think he's going to be as hands-on as he used to be. I think he'll just occasionally ruin a show when he's bored. And that's where
0: we'll be at. (laughs) I think that's kind of, uh, Bear Me, he's been commenting on that. Like he's worried about the old man being there. It's like, yeah, yeah, as long as he's there, I mean, even the corporate emails from Nick Khan talked about it. It's like, look, Triple H's family with Vince McMahon. They're going to talk about stuff. Stuff will come up. Doesn't mean he uses it. Sometimes he might. Like that, that's basically it. But it's the, the actual creative is not Vince. Now, oh, yeah. is Nick well, Khan okay. lying? Uh, I mean, maybe, but he's. I think, I think you're going to get the
3: occasional show where you'll know it's is oh, yeah. there. Like he'll just be like, "I'm showing up to run SmackDown tonight." It's fucking garbage. You'll have that, and stink. then the next week, it's, it's yeah,
0: I could see it. Yeah, fine. exactly. But I don't think it's something people need to be like, "Oh my god, Vince is running anything?" No, he's not. He's not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but he also, Same. they also can't afford for it to be really bad because now it's sold to a different company. So exactly. I don't think he can like, ruin it as much as he would on his own. He's
2: there for the Hall of Fame. He was there for the sale of his company. He was going to be there at Raw because it's oh, going to yeah. stay
0: in the same location. People saw so him saying hi it. to John Cena. Of course, it's John Cena.
2: And people made this huge deal about, like, oh, this is not like normal Raw's would This is the first one Triple H is technically covering. Yes, there were a lot of promos and less matches and time to matches. He could have just been trying to give his guys, like, breathers for a day. There was a lot of talent from night one, not night two, wrestling that show. I'm hopeful and I'm glad the sale happened. If it went to Saudi, oh, there'd be issues. Ugh. Oh, ah. it went to Disney, streaming it like they uh, signed to like say Fox, Disney, uh, ABC or CBS or
0: NBC ABC, Universal NBC was a big ABC. one in there too.
2: Thank you. Because you have deals where like Disney is for like India, uh, Peacock is for the US, mandatory, optional for the rest of the world. Air Grunt, like the reason I think they have a lot more management than the UFC is. They have a lot more room to grow, and, like, they have upcoming pay-per-views in Puerto Rico, Saudi Arabia, UK. I feel like I'm missing a fourth one.
0: Australia's rumored.
2: Australia, thank you. Like, they are, like, when have we ever seen WWE go, we're having four pay-per-views, let alone two pay-per-views in a row in a different country. That's not like NXT to WWE. We don't see that.
0: It was pre-COVID when they were hitting up Saudi and Australia, ironically enough, and NXT UK with takeovers and stuff, yeah.
2: Never back-to-back. And so, like, this is a not crazy that no. era. And I keep track of the ratings, and I, I'm i that guy. SmackDown has not had a lower rating than the average of the last four years on Fox. Like, they've just blown out of proportions and constantly have better ratings than they had the last four years on average. So, just hoping they keep growing. The draft might help. Which said he's not leaving, so it's kind of funny that he did a Leonardo DiCaprio who's Emily, with all the news and that. I'm just... I hate that Vince is semi-back, but I hope it's just... He it was the big name of the company. He built this company. It's his family's company for many generations. It was the big name to pull in a signing. And like you said, he's there just to go on his own terms last two years. It's just... He's he's go- ending it. He's ending his career, giving the reins to his son-in-law, which we heard stories of the last 20 years of like... Oh, DX had a lot of pullback stage. Well, DX is supposedly running the company now. so
1: I just hope I make money off of it. I got stock in it, and I want it to keep going up, and it's been doubling over the last year. So as long as it makes me money, I'm happy with it because Vince can run it down a drain. It's still going to make money. I know. I, no, he's right. It will. Uh, money yeah, money. yeah we'll there's a point. level of drop-off. But there's yeah. a reason why it's making the 9 billion or whatever it sold for vince man he obviously got to the point where it is i know it's probably not the best thing and the results were starting to aim down but merch sales across all of it was carrying that company the the ad deals that it brings in like he was still a businessman if your product shit, oh yeah you could still make millions i mean look at some of these yeah. marvel movies it that are was. coming was they're still making billions of dollars like it it I, I get where, as a fan, you want to see the best content, but as a businessman, you want to see the best dollar. And at the end of the day, Vince knows how to make a dollar.
0: Yeah, I'll speak to CT for that. He said that a lot too. Like he hates Vince McMahon being involved in there, but if it's there to you know facilitate the money and the deals, he's the best bet. Like, there there is a bit of stink on him if you're worried about stuff. Like, would it work? I mean, he got nine billion, which was more than people thought he'd get. So okay. <laughs> oh yeah it worked I, I was like that's way too I thought price, like and they fucking got it yeah so yep. there you go I agree so it's whatever happens from here it's uh it's gonna be its own thing it is a weird era to be in like To think, in in a span of two years, Ring of Honor gets sold to one company, and then WWE is sold as well. Like, what? At
3: least all these companies aren't Uh going under, though. I mean, that's what makes me happy. Is that Impact's still around? Ring of Honor's still around? Like, I thought these companies would be dead by now, and they're still going.
0: Well, Impact, we'll segue there very quickly. Uh, I I presume you did not watch Rebellion, Matt? No. No. Okay. So, (laughs) it was fun. Uh, I, again, we're, we're coming up on the, the hour and a half. We're beyond that, but we'll go quickly here because I know Bear Me is upset because we didn't get to see Josh Alexander versus Steve Macklin. Do you remember Steve Cutler? I think his name was, Matt, from one of the Forgotten Sons from, like, WWE. Do you remember no. him? Cool. He's world <laughs> champ, Steve Macklin. He's awesome in, a, in, in Impact. He's real good. Great, He's yeah. fun. He's awesome. He's great. Uh, he won the world title, beat Kushida <laughs> to, to win it because that's, oh, that's a whole thing. Um, but he's world champ. It's it's kind of fun. It's good. He was not the main event because that ended up being Deanna Perazzo and Jordan Grace because Mickey is injured as well. And Nick Aldis returned to Impact and is going after their world I title. I saw
3: that. I saw the yeah. interaction with uh, him getting into the ring. Yeah. to help uh, whoever the fuck the the main match. Macklin. Macklin.
0: Yeah. No, so, no, who was
3: who who was it that he was beating up? Kushida. Beating beating up. Up. Yeah.
0: Scott oh, Demore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it's cool. I like uh, I like him. He, he is not a good fit in AEW. I still... It's so weird. Why is he not in WWE? He yeah. would be perfect. And I guess he said there are people that hate him there. He would be perfect for WWE. He would be such money for them. But, like, he's just going to be king of the indies, I guess.
0: He even said a story because he was doing an interview. He has, like, hashed a lot of things out with WWE. He thinks there are people that don't like him there. But he likes Triple H. They get along well. So I'm like, ah,
3: oh, make this work. Make this work. Oh, haven't they signed him? He
0: Appreciate even thought, like, what about NXT? He's like, would you be a good fit there? He's like, yeah. can you imagine me, yeah, the longtime NWA champion, with these kids in NXT? It'd be perfect. I'm like, yeah. yes, he gets it. Yes, that'd be amazing. I love that. So, yeah, do Impact for a year or two, win that world title, and go to NXT. God damn it. Um, but, yeah, overall, the show was fun. Uh, Rebellion was good. The, the the visuals were great. It was cool in the arena, in the Rebel in Toronto. I liked it. Um, did you want to say much about it, Red, to, to go on to it here? Or?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. By the time <laughs> I get to me, you guys said anything. Um, the Dreamer versus Team Bully was a fun blood fest. Oh, like, yeah. I enjoyed that. It was a very interesting take to have the men's come on before the women's. I think the women's ending was way flatter of an ending.
0: Better and match. It, Worst yes, match to be hundred percent. Yes, hundred percent. It should not have been match. the final match. Yes,
1: it. But it just like you saw the ending, and then it was like, ooh, and then then the show ended. Like I, yeah. I told Scott in Chat, I was like, even if they had streamers pop up like they do in AEW, like. It would've made it feel like a big moment and that's a good way to go on in the show. No, it, it felt like a wet fart. Yeah, like it, it was they were hyping really that bad. to be
0: like their two best women's champions facing off one on one for the first time in years for the richest prize for the women. It was like they were trying to make it be a big deal, but it didn't come off that way, I felt. So yeah. Really I uh, I'm struggling to remember anything else from the night. Like the X Division title was fun. P C O and Edwards was fun.
1: The Ultimate X tag match, I think, was a great match to start off the show. Oh
0: yeah, guns and uh, bullet club.
1: It really was like it was fast paced. It all four men of them can go, and it was it had a great ending. Like it was a funny ending as hell because we were talking earlier about different types of belts and Velcro versus buttons, and Chris Bay got stuck upside down fighting with velcro trying to pull him down oh yeah it
0: wouldn't release yeah the way he was pulling it it wasn't letting go yeah
1: (laughs) it it was a good i mean honestly it was better than nxt it was better than roh uh i won't say it was better than wrestlemania because that's kind of hard to do but it was really one of the better shows and when you have all these companies all doing that weekend you're kind of competing with each other
0: well i mean this is two weeks later to be fair, but it's so close, it is feeling the same, but yeah. I'm not counting Multiverse, this one's, this
1: one's bad because Multiverse was no, shit.
0: No, but this is two weeks later is what I mean like, this isn't part of the Mania weekend Oh, I know. But I'm instead, still
1: counting it towards that, like, it's still close enough to me where it's oh. still wrestling
0: season Well, I mean, it's always wrestling season but, yeah, it's I wouldn't say it was better than Stand and Deliver, I don't know about that I might have some recency bias but it was light years ahead of Supercard I, I would agree with that Uh, But what about you, Jubicy?
2: I do feel NXT was slightly better or on par with Rebellion and Supercard. Yeah. The show was good for Rebellion. It just a lot of the finishes were a little bizarre. Like, you had the four refs helping Team Dreamer, which was interesting. I've never seen four refs count at the same time. Oh, those refs were
0: great. Yeah, that was fun.
2: Except for the one. Except for the one ref that... The one ref was
0: angry, like, the whole night. I didn't like him. He looked weird. I didn't know how to count three.
2: Every time he went to a count of three, it looked like a force field was pushing him back. He was stupid. He yeah. was just, like, leaning down head first. Uh, the main event switching was weird, and like Deanna and Jordan Grace, I really did not like how they're just like, oh, I just kicked out Jordan Grace's finisher. No one's ever kicked out of that. And literally three seconds later, they're on the top rope. Jordan Grace gets slammed, gets the finisher on her from Deanna over. I'm like, who can't? Like, what? You had to build to that, and you just ended it fast. Mm. And considering, you know, we had the aftermath with Scott all this, which you missed that uh, also, Matt. For a minute in the match, they just had the commentary team as talking while Kushida and Macklin are fighting in the ring.
0: Oh, the camera was on this as he talked about winning his first world title during a world title match. That's weird. Very
2: weird. It wasn't even a split screen, nothing. They were just no showing weird. them, and you just Get hear them max. slamming. It's Impact later. It's
0: Impact. Impact gonna Impact.
2: Impact, yeah, that's our reference. Uh, it was a good show. Weird. I mean, they had two vacancies for their biggest titles last minute in the last month. Did what they could. I still think Kushida's great, but I feel like someone else should have been in that spot. But it is what it is.
0: And uh, I guess to round this out as we, we kind of go towards closing things up, I won't talk much about AEW's All In. That's the London Wembley Show. They announced it but that's August we can come back to that later on I just want to say for the record and put it here on a podcast dated April 19th recording this they haven't said it's a pay-per-view yet it probably will be but they haven't it will said be. that yet no, I, it will be. I'm I, I want to I'm that guy saying that so it will be it probably will be like they're insane to not like they'll, they'll at least film it. For something.
3: I know it will be. Yeah. I know people in my chat are saying it's not a pay per view. It will be. You don't you don't do a show that size that'll literally be the biggest show in the history of the company yeah. and not have it.
0: And a week before what would be all out, which apparently yeah. is still happening, which is insane.
3: I think they're just gonna do back to back pay per views. I mean, personally. I mean I would think that would be really Really strange. Yeah. They how the hell do you that
0: one? build that? That's, yeah. I don't but know. Anyway.
3: And if they don't, I guess they'll just put it on TV, but yep. that would be very strange. Exactly.
0: That That's a later discussion. We'll come back to that one. The last thing is kind of a fun thing because it's related to Twitch. WWE apparently has a deal with Twitch now where they're going to be superstars are back to doing it with no restrictions <laughs> aside from like company allowances, like, you know, keep it within PG. Uh, right. And if there's people from other promotions, they just got it cleared first and they're they're good to go. And I believe the revenue is split three ways. It's mostly talent, but Twitch gets some and WDB gets some. So it took a little longer than they thought, but there you go. So Matt, as someone on Twitch, this is good, right?
3: Good. The only problem is Twitch just changed their uh, cut Mm. for partners. Oops. It used to be a (laughs) 70-30 split for partners. Well, I'm not a partner. I'm an affiliate. They've never given me partnership. I've I've achieved the numbers multiple times, and they always deny me, so Mm. who knows? But uh, I'm a part of affiliate, and affiliate is a 50-50 split. Um, which is the worst split of all of the streaming services like literally all of them cuz even youtube is a 70 30 uh kick which is like the new kid that's popped up is a 90 I 90/10. was about to say I
0: heard about kick today I was like what's kick what's this
3: Yeah well kick is a kick is a fucking nightmare because it's a it's the wild west they literally don't enforce anything on tos like people like literally uh will watch porn and <laughs> So it's, it's
0: it. so it's YouTube before they went. Wait a minute, we're corporate. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it won't last so, um, like that. It'll get reined in as well, people. Before you think kicks yeah. the way to go. Well, no, it's not. But yeah,
3: yeah. The the reason why it's good though for WWE people to be able to do Twitch is just the fact that once they're done with wrestling, they can have a different avenue yes. uh, for revenue. So that's that's good because I know a lot of them. You know, especially like I know um, what was it um, uh, Paige? She was you know, building off of that and making her income off of that. She was making like six figures yeah. a year from Twitch. So, yeah, it's it's good. There was, was bullshit that they banned her to begin with. Vince Pan had no idea what he was fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. Triple H gets it. He understands that they want, uh, you know, to take a cut, which I think is acceptable considering that they work for WWE. Uh, but they should not have just stopped them. <laughs> yeah. Or taking all their money, you know, from doing it. So we, it's like a good compromise.
0: We talked about it back when that happened, and like I understood the corporate aspect from a side that didn't get it, where they're like, "You can't use those characters on a broadcast that isn't ours." Like I understood that part, but it's like you need to evolve what it is because your corporate yeah. broadcast language doesn't even apply to this like this is future media that you didn't even know about when this started this yeah, is, doesn't even know what this it is, is what this is like he had no yeah. idea so like the idea of what it is now and this evolution of being able to be on there cool and yeah. like the party has what xavier tyler breeze and then you got cesaro and adam cole they're gonna allow that like yeah that, that's cool. part of why this is like he's got to get it cleared if you have people from other uh promotions on the fact that they're even saying that out of the gate is awesome. Like, there you go. Yeah. The one thing that I you clearly you. won't get is you're like Mandy Rose doing nude stuff. Mm. <laughs> that's the third-party problem that's still not going to be a thing. That's not, like, that's and a whole different girls. bridge. Some
3: of the WWE people still have OnlyFans, but they just post, like, very, like, not risky
0: stuff. It's not nudes. There's a big difference yeah, on Yeah, well, not it. even yeah. really
3: ludes. I mean, they're kind well, of, once, once yeah. they
2: sign or build with WWE, like, but the fact that they'll even let them have it.
0: But that's exactly it. it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I uh, think it was actually on Twitch's part because I think WWE wanted a pay cut of it and I think Twitch did not want to split it three ways with the talents.
0: Yeah, this deal is yeah, a, a, a thing with WWE and Twitch. Like, it's actually, like, they've come to an agreement for how this is going to work. So it's a special thing for them as far as I understand yeah, it.
3: Good.
0: Which sounds almost like a multi-channel network. People remember those. It sounds something like yeah. that kind of thing where they're doing it and you're getting it and then they get it and blah, blah, blah. So it's... We're back to that again. Here you
3: go. Well, a little different though, because multi-channel networks were parasites. Yeah. That didn't supply you with anything. Uh, the WWE people are literally working for WWE, like they're WWE employees, so they're being paid by WWE. Like I was a part of two uh, MCNs, multi-channel networks, and they were just giant scams. They still are. I mean, I'm surprised anybody signs up for that shit anymore. Like, mm-hmm. oh, give me thirty, all uh, you know, thirty percent of your income per month, and I'll do nothing for you. Like I don't understand why anybody. Would the idea is they will that.
0: promote you and they'll go to bat for yeah. you. But the problem and... is they they don't do that and historically no.
3: they've never done that so I don't know why anybody would do. But them in them.
0: this case you're right. WWE would be if somebody comes up they'd be like no no this is legit this is our yeah. person with our thing and whatever yeah. blah 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 blah. So
3: WWE blah. would would do stuff for their people so it's yeah a little different.
0: Yeah. I saw something similar I think they're they're allowing certain like theme songs on TikTok so like the music won't get copyright hit so That's you good. can actually like. Do memes with the theme songs and it gets the branding out there and stuff like that. So uh, I can absolutely see things like that evolving from there. So.
3: Yeah, because you can't play a lot of the WWE themes on YouTube, but you can play them on Twitch.
0: Oh, even like it, I if mean. if you've got um, uh, the video game and you like record it, it doesn't record yeah. the theme because of that. Like you've done the video game streams, obviously with that. So yeah, it, it them cuts them all yeah. out. Yeah, streaming mode, I guess they call it. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, so anybody else got comments on the Twitch stuff? Like, Red, did you watch any of this Twitch stuff from back in the day when they were doing it? Did you bother with that kind of stuff much?
1: No, I mean, I watched the YouTube uploads of the Twitch. I know a lot of it was yeah. up, up, down, down. Um, yes. I never watched it live, but when it definitely came up and was on the, I guess, VODs or however they edited it and put it on YouTube, I watched those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, up, up, down, Down's is a lot of fun. I, I like watching that. I, I rarely watch it live just because it's like, it would be now, and I'm doing something else, you know, stuff like that. But I'll, I'll watch it afterwards. Uh, what about you, though, Jimishi? Did you watch much of the WWE's Twitch type stuff?
2: Uh, it was funny when AJ went to Mixer, I think, for a while. I was so oh, much that's that. right. Um, all up, down down I did for a while. Um, it was I think it was Tyler Breeze, Baron Corbin, and uh, Sean Spears, Tyler Dillinger. They had like a three man group for Twitch for a while, and I had fun watching them early on, but that much, no.
0: Did you ever watch it much, Matt? Like, do you watch much Twitch stuff like that? Or do you just do it?
2: Uh, no. Not
3: really. I don't like, uh, I have like a couple people that I watch pretty re- regularly, uh, like, um, uh, Moon to Moon is one of my favorites. Mr. Moon's another big one. It's funny that they both have Moon in the title. And then <laughs> I have a bunch of little streamers, but, no, I mean, like, my love of wrestling has gone down significantly. Uh, I still really like wrestling, but I don't love it. That much anymore i think vince kind of killed my love for professional wrestling and then AEW brought it back just a bit uh for a while there but yeah i just i don't know the older i've gotten i think i've fallen more in love with uh following politics i always tell people that politics is the real wwe <laughs> because it's real i mean it really is like there's oh, yeah. so much more intrigue on that end but uh yeah i still like wrestling but uh, not enough to where i'm gonna Go out of my way following uh, them on Twitch. The only ones that I did watch, like I did watch AJ for a while, I thought he was fun. Uh, Dakota Kai, I watched a little bit here and there. I watched uh, Tyler Breeze a little bit, and that's that's pretty much it. No, not anymore though.
0: No, the wrestling, it's it's not got you gripped as much anymore.
3: No, no, I I've seen I've seen almost everything you could see at this point. So I'm just like, I appreciate a good match, uh, but I just it's not a not. The, you know, I'm not obsessed with it like I was for most of my life anymore.
0: Well, despite that, we still appreciate you hanging out and talking about yeah. it for two hours. <laughs> I mean, I
3: I knew going into it we'd be here a while. We always,
0: <laughs> but still, the idea like it, it is still like when it's good, it's good. Like when it's when it's great, it's great. It's yeah. fun.
3: It's been good lately too. I mean, WWE has been solid, and AEW has been phenomenal. Other than Tony Khan's weird fucking booking, like, that <laughs> That dude needs to get away from the booking of every little thing, and put a bunch of people in charge, and do what Vince does, where, like, he makes the big decisions, but he lets everybody else do the little things, because Tony Khan's booking has really hurt AEW, and the thing that keeps it going is the fact that AEW just still has the best matches. I don't give a fuck who... Like, people are always shitting on him and saying, there's no story! I don't need there to be a story. I just need to watch this dude do a springboard, uh, you know, 1080 through a table that's on fire. Fuck yeah.
0: Well, they... Do that. I see they did sign Commander after tonight, so he's official with the company oh, now, and add him to the, other- the list.
3: <laughs> the other problem with Tony Khan is he needs to stop fucking hiring people. <laughs> He's no. not going to use them. You
0: sign all of them. You get your extra nah. show on Saturdays for two hours, and you Why have a CM Punk they... brand split. Come on, Why they let's do it.
3: Brian Cage. Like, I'm sorry, Brian Cage is a really nice person. He goes to my gym, and I see him there sometimes. Why the fuck did they hire? Like, he nobody cares. <laughs> nobody ROH Six Man people. Tag
0: Champ. Come on. Yeah, nobody cares. You're right. Sorry. Nobody cares. Well, the other two guys (laughs) in his team do. That's about it.
3: (laughs) Yeah. He's just got, they have too much people. You know who they do need to push? My last little uh, plug here is uh, I hate his name, but Big Bill is fucking awesome.
0: W. Morrissey, Big Uh, Cass, whatever you want to call him. Yeah.
3: Why he is just being like the big guy of his team? Like, he needs to be a main event monster heel. He's awesome in the ring. His promos are fantastic, he has good timing. Dude, he just, when he steps into the ring, he's one of those guys where my eyes instantly go to him. Because he's so impressive looking. He
0: was getting it, there in Impact, too, as W. Morrissey. He was oh, there, and the AW AEW snatched him away. He great. should have been so world I'm, champ in Impact, 100%.
3: Yeah. I hope he goes back to WWE, because I feel like if he does, they will use him properly, and he could be a big monster. He's a big he's,
0: edge. He's, he's giant edge. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, he's like and test, he, but he can work. Yes. <laughs>
0: test, test edge, but, you know, twice as big. Yeah. He's both combined. So
2: He's great.
3: Redemption it. story,
2: good. too, for his health.
3: I mean, I don't know if you want to tell his redemption story when he threatened to uh, oh. kill uh, Joey Janela, like, five times. <laughs> so mean... one out. <laughs> he literally threatened to kill him, like, at th- like three different indie shows. I-, I think we can just leave that out and say, you know, he had some personal demons and he overcame them.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's how you tell that story. So yeah.
3: He was just hyping up GCAW death matches. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was DDP that actually saved his ass. And then what's funny is now he's uh, married to DDP's daughter.
0: Oh, that's right. Not I saw either. that. I didn't know he was married. Yeah. I knew he was at least engaged. Like he's with her. At that's least right. engaged. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's been I with her. That. And
3: she's. He credits DDP and her to getting him like back. Hey, man. When the when the plowin's good, sometimes you want to get in that snowmobile and take care of it. You know.
0: On that note, Matt, you did say that was the last thing you were going to say. Do you want to leave it got. there or anything else you want pr- to talk about here? Okay. Guys, uh, GMSG, Red, anything else you want to say about the past like month of wrestling stuff or follow up on the snow plowing or what do you want to do here? You good?
1: Thank you, Matt, for being here. I fangirl all the time. entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: Snowplowing just makes me think of Jeremy Renner, and that's a crazy thing that also happened. Um... So
3: annoyed that he's all over the place.
2: I'm glad you survived, but I'm over it, (laughs) alright? Enough of you.
3: Enough of you. (laughs) Fucking every goddamn fucking thing is like, Oh, look at Jeremy Jeremy Renner, he can walk. Oh, congratulations, I can walk too. (laughs)
0: I'm getting ads for that renovations show on Disney Plus also now too. It's yeah. like
3: he already is the worst of all of the Marvel people. So like well, again, I'm happy he's alive. Jonathan he Majors did a thing, so
0: you know maybe you know Jesus swinging away. But
3: he's gonna milk this this shit for like the next five years. I'm so god.
2: Ugh.
0: Well, on that note, Matt, thanks for coming out. We appreciate it as always. Um, it's a shame Rab wasn't here to, you know, also hate on yeah, things. I'm, I'm
3: sad. We will we will coordinate it.
0: that. He did not respond to our uh, to it. He. Honestly, he vanishes for weeks at a time and then comes back. Okay. So we He's will. Too busy
3: going to five baseball games. Yes,
0: yes. We'll, we'll bookend it with that. He will be back, and we'll make sure you're back for that one. Lee might be on another one as well. Or he didn't even want to come on, but we'll see. We'll rope this in. We'll we'll figure this out, and we'll get. If you if we'll you
3: yeah, just tell Lee if he pops on, I'll do another one as long as Lee's on okay. Okay. We'll get Lee, I Okay.
0: Love Lee. Yeah, Lee's awesome. So yeah, we'll have. I want to hear
3: now. him shit all over AEW. It's my favorite. <laughs>
0: His tweets <laughs> are amazing. Go follow Lee's tweets. They're Lee, the well, best. Lee really
3: doesn't like the AEW he style hates. at all. He it's an abomination. So, and it's, I disagree, but it's always fun to have like a debate. With it's him. fun.
0: It's fun. Yeah. But uh, so again, thanks to everybody on Matt's Twitch stream. It is twitch.tv slash Reckless Eating. That's a W for the Reckless because a lot of people might not realize, but Reckless doesn't have a W in front of it. That's your branding. That's part of what you did with that, based on the old Chris Reckless, I still, right? Yeah, like people
3: sending me a message telling me, you know that that's not how you spell that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And well, yet, I think there was like a PlayStation game called Reckless uh, with a W. So it, like. In some people's brains, I'm sure that is the spelling. It's not actually real, so you gotta throw that in there.
3: Oh, the whole idea was that it's like a car wreck. You can't, like, you can't get away. Right, exactly.
0: So, Reckless Eating, with a W, on YouTube.com and on Twitch.tv is also at, for the Twitter, and Matt Zion, we as well. Thanks again, Matt, for coming out here. And, again, we are Top of the Card, Top of the Card pod on Twitter. Top of the Card podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google, on all those stuff. Wherever you're listening to it now is where you'll find it, except for Matt's stream, which is live. Thanks again, everybody, for all that. Uh, And again, Frontline Prediction League, Frontline League over on Twitter. And it's Frontline Prediction League on YouTube. You can find that as well for the weekly show and all our updates. We have a Discord for all that fun stuff. That's where we're recording this. There's live events, Dynamite's but in there. It's been lots of fun, character chat, stuff there. It's a lot, but we have a lot of fun with it, and we appreciate that. And again, Matt, again, one last time. Appreciate this. We hit two hours. Thanks again. Thanks again, everybody. Have a good night.
1: Ladies and
2: gentlemen,
0: this is Top of the car.